I don't care if you've been screaming what these bitches want all night if you up smash that like button. Welcome to Black of the Black Times Infinity. I'm your host, Cthulhu. Why did you come to you live and direct from the stack? Smoke me out, fam, with all that dang shit on my left. Oh, ninja, the world of ninja. Dog gonna get you. Dog gonna fight. <laughs> on my far right, engineer, and I'm the ones and twos. So, people out of the threes and fours, Kronos. What must I go through to show you shit is real? <laughs> Oh, we're doing it tonight. God damn. We, we will probably have um, Blue joining in a little bit late. Technical difficulties. Maybe even Stitch. But we're going to rock it out for you tonight. Uh, Carlos, start us off with them stats. Stats are... Oh, Jesus. I hate uh, the new YouTube setup. It's kind of a pain in the ass. Every single time I want to go... I have to wait for the podcast to start. Then I, then I can go in and see the chat. It's fucking stupid. Anyway... The listener of the week would be Cartoon Gabe, also known as The Animator. So thank you very much for, for continuing to support us. We definitely appreciate it. Something wrong with Mike. It's all good. Um, nobody's in the chat yet, I think. It's hard to tell. I just saw the go live. Yeah, it's, there's like a huge delay when I press uh, go live, and then like another thing mm-hmm. comes up, and it checks like a bunch of shit, and then goes live. So it's like there's a definite like delay. So we'll see when somebody go. hops in there. Test, test, test. When do you guys talk again? One, two, one, two. Okay, you're good. I just want to make sure that people can... Yesterday I had a problem with software recording audio. And again, it's not showing me that audio is going all the time. So I'll have to wait until somebody's in the live stream to tell me if they can hear us or not. (laughs) Okay. Okay, yeah. We can start it up again, but uh, we'll, we'll keep pushing forward until we know otherwise. Yeah. Old Ninja, what you pouring out and for Homestead this week? Um, let's see. We'll pour out some of this, uh, some old English, old English 800, uh, partially because of one of our dearly departed. Uh, we're going to start with, uh, Prince Philip, Duke of Edinburgh. Why are we even going to give that guy an RP? Well, he's (laughs) British and royalty. I'm only going to do cover thing. It's not like, you know, it's not like he's Charles Manson. So... (laughs) Uh, he was a oh, member sorry, of the... Are talking about Prince? The Prince that uh, no one cares about? Uh, <laughs> blue sneaking up in here. It's Blue! Oh shit, I forgot my drink. Be right back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, so we're just gonna... I'm just gonna... Anyway. Uh, he's a member of the British Royal Family. He had served in the British Royal Navy and fought in World War II at the age of 18. Uh, also at the age of 18, he was corresponding with the 13-year-old Princess Elizabeth. Uh, he was born. That in, wrong. <laughs> yeah, he was born into a Greek and Danish royal families, but when he was 18 months old, his family was exiled from Greece, where he was born. Uh, after serving in the navy and reaching the title of commander, he abandoned his Danish and Greek uh, uh, titles or surnames and adopted his maternal grandparents' surname of Mountbatten. Uh, he was the longest living male member of the British royal family. He's also the longest serving monarch until he retired his royal duties in 2017. He died at the age of 99, two months before his 100th birthday. So I want to point out just really quick, he married Queen Elizabeth on her 21st birthday. He asked her father for her hand in marriage when she was 20 years old. So, How you going to be married to a queen, but you ain't no king? That's... He's, he married a princess. She's I know, a princess. I know. Also, I'm just going to throw the shade out there. This guy was a literal uh, living embodiment of uh, colonial stuff. 
uh, or colonial times. I mean, you know, he 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 was certainly a, at age ninety nine around for the British Empire and colonies in India and all that other stuff. So yeah, I uh, mean, but he reached eighteen at the beginning of World War Two. So old fuck, yeah, old yeah, as hell. Like ninety nine, right? Yeah, he died at 99, two months before now, he hit 100. Peter Sherman out. I was watching a Daily Show, and they were talking about how, like, I guess it's like a tribe in, like, South Africa or India or something like that that, that worships him as a god. What? Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know what the tribe is, but, like, they were talking about a Daily Show, and it's like, wow, these people. I feel I feel bad for them. So, <laughs> you know what? Actually, uh, after 2020... Uh, that's totally believable because there are people who treat Trump as a messiah. So, <laughs> totally believable. <laughs> I'm not, yeah, I'm not surprised now. So, you saying that I was first at shock, and I'm like, hold on, people are still kind of doing that now. So, there you go. I wouldn't be surprised if there's like a, a, the first Trump, first Church of Trump or something like that. Like he is, his oh, school and his oh, fellow, give it, other give it, an, give it another year or two. Give it another year or two. Just wait. Uh, next up. Uh, on our list is Earl Simmons, better known by his stage name of DMX, which actually stands for Dark Man X, uh, hip hop icon and rapper, which brought back the record label of Def Jam Records back from the brink. Uh, his first album was actually It's Dark and Hell is Hot back in 1998, which I, I didn't realize. Fucking great album. Fucking great uh, album. Uh, he released his best-selling album, uh, and then there was X, like, a year later. Uh, he also had uh, some singles in 2003, like Where the Hood At, X Gonna Give It To You. Uh, he was the first artist to debut at number one five times in a row on Billboard 200 charts. Uh, DMX is also featured in a bunch of films such as Belly, Roman Must Die, Exit Runes, Greatest of the Grave, and Last Hour, which I have not seen actually. Uh, he was also part of a uh, reality TV show, uh, DMX Love a Man. I guess there was also hip hop, um, Love and Hip Hop, I think, or something similar to that. And then uh, he also had a book titled Earl, the autobiography of EMX, or Earl is an acronym, which I don't know what it's for, but it's called. Uh, memoir. Uh, this guy was actually, I was talking to Prodigy about this probably last year around this time where I was asking him, where are all the angry rappers? Because DMX was an <laughs> angry dude. Probably the last angry rapper I heard was Eminem. But before that, it was nothing. It, back in the day, it was DMX or Mystical. Those two were the two <laughs> most angry back in the late 90s. And, uh, DMX had a bunch of bangers. He's had problems with uh, drugs and alcohol. He also suffered from asthma. Uh, he was also a devout Christian, which is very, very interesting. Because if you listen to his albums, there, there's either there's be a track about killing and punching people, and then there's a track about prayer, God, and fear and love and stuff like that. So it's very, very interesting, strange to note. But he was very, very real. Um, can you imagine what if he was a preacher? Because, I mean, X going to give it to you. <laughs> well, that... Um, She's going to give it to you. <laughs> yeah, he also had a habit of closing out his shows with a prayer every time. Mm -hmm. So every show, he would say some kind of prayer. Uh, I know Stitch isn't here. I have to bring this up because we're probably not going to bring this up again. So he had some kind of crazy 
stuff happened in his life. He had a lot of crazy stuff happen in his life. One of which where apparently he was seeking, or they were, the IRS was seeking millions of dollars in back taxes because he wasn't paying shit. Um, but then he also had some crazy fucking. I guess Ed's, Ed's gonna give it to you. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I guess he had some. He had this thing where he pulled over some guy and claimed that he was an FBI agent. And it was all bad because DMX went to jail for it. So a lot of people were speculating about it. If you watch The Breakfast Club, so if you don't know what The Breakfast Club is, it's a radio TV show, which is filmed. It was on uh, VH1. I don't know if it still is, but you can listen to it syndicated, um, I think, throughout the entire U.S. But you can watch it online on YouTube. But he talks about how he wasn't on drugs or he claims he wasn't on drugs. He said he was pissed. He was mad because some guy was making him late. So apparently he had a truck that tinted windows all around and he had like a police siren attached to his car. So he said he ran the siren, pulled the dude over, asked for his ID and everything, like pretended to be like, uh, you know, he claimed he was an FBI agent. I guess there's a, he was going to the airport. So airport security was like, hey, we need to get the cops here. And he told security that he was fucking law enforcement. He was the FBI. So... He ended up going to jail for all that shit. Uh, Should just told him he was DMX. He was fucking at me, dog. Well, he <laughs> <been fine. laughs> uh, this dude had four felonies, living in Arizona, carrying his guns and stuff. It was just wild stuff, wild times. He passed away. Uh, was it on the ninth, the same day as Prince Philip? Uh, it is still kind of. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, he passed away. Uh, pretty much due to a heart attack. It's speculation that his heart attack might have been drug-induced, but he was in a coma for a few days, and he passed away on the night as well. So, RIP to DMX. Yeah. yeah, it's... You know what's crazy? Go ahead. Uh, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, I, I watched one of his interviews recently. Like, I think it was like a year ago. He was on, uh, like, GQ or some something like that. Oh, yeah. And he, yep. he, he talks the way he fucking raps. Like, he mm-hmm. was talking so fast. I was like, holy shit, that's... He's not rapping at all. That's just the way he talks. <laughs> Go ahead, Carlos. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say, I, I really liked, uh, I remember the first time I heard DMX, pretty sure it was with my brother. Um, it was like the the day I got out of boot camp. Uh, it was either in his car or at some college party. So the first thing I did when I, when I got out of boot camp was I shaved my head because I had this stupid-ass Marine Corps high and tight haircut, which is ridiculous looking. Then I bought some new clothes. <clears throat> then me and my brother went to some parties. <laughs> so he took me out to some college parties and that's the first time I heard uh, I think it was Get At Me Dog and I was like this is fucking amazing I, I bought his CD and I was playing it on repeat um, on my CD player my portable CD player um, while I was going through comm school and I, I love the album you know even though I'm not into the whole like prayer thing and all that shit what I liked about DMX is that he was one of the first rappers out there that um, talked about sort of like mental health issues in his own way you know what i mean and i, I really like listening to that like he, him talking about his own darkness and being fucking great because the guy was just kind of crazy so um he, he was not afraid to like really talk about that but there was also some shit that he talked about that was fucked up like the it, the way he spoke about um homosexuals were like really disparaging which is weird mm. because in the same song he'll talk about he'll say the f word like the you know the, the really bad f word um, and then talking about uh, having a guy suck his dick. I'm just like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Can you? Yep. This is the it's, same. It's... it's in the same song. Like you get to talk about somebody being gay, but then also talking about suck my dick and my bust on your face. I'm like, mm, is that yeah. not kind of gay too, my brother? I'm just saying. Yeah, I think 
I think the most prominent in that is the song "What's My Name" because yeah. he says he says that, and then he says "Suck my dick," and then he says "All you all you niggas that have been to jail know it's about to get thick." And I'm like, hold on, what are you what are you trying to say here? Like, yeah, so uh, what's, no, what's going on? Pause no homo. Yes, yeah, so I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm not going to mince words when it comes to that. Like that, his whole disparaging you know gay people is not that shit wasn't cool. But um, his music, other than those sorts of things. Um, I enjoyed uh, most of his music, and yeah, he, he got me through some uh, some tough times in the in the core. So, sucks that he died at the age of fifty. That's way too fucking young. But I mean, the guy lived a fucking crazy life. So I mean, he did yeah. a lot of drugs. He knew he had asthma. He knew he had he had, he had medical issues, and you know he just rode it till the fucking brakes went off. So it's unfortunate. Pretty much. Yep. I mean. Uh... I didn't mention though he had the Rough Riders crew because I didn't know what Rough Riders was until he had the anthem out there and it was like basically a bikers club that I knew about. There's Rough Riders Cross Nation and he had Eve, the rapper Eve was part of his crew. She was Rough Riders crew, still repping Rough Riders even after they like didn't make music together. So there you go. He just uh, hey, DMX Cody. has a legacy in hip hop. What's so, up? Respect you. <clears throat> so it looks like they can't hear you in the chat. They can't hear oh, me. That yeah, is quite saying strange. That can't hear you. Yeah, but you guys can hear me, right? Yeah, we oh, can yeah. hear you. Yes, loud and clear. What the is fuck? The chat, yeah. Is the chat saying specifically only Chronos or yeah, they're saying just Chronos. Yeah, I'm reading it now. Uh, so Cakeman and uh and and Clay. Yeah, they definitely should be able to. If you guys can hear me, everybody should be able to hear me. But um, if they say they can't hear me, then they cannot. Um, okay. Let me see. Uh, uh, do you want to? Oh, oh your magic I or... see the problem. Okay, hold on, hold on. I'll fix it in a second. Yeah, no worries. Just, uh, so it's it, it's crazy because like there I forgot go. DMX yeah. like did a couple of movies and stuff too because they did that one. Uh, was it Romeo must was it Romeo must die? Was that the it one? Is, yeah, yeah, yeah. I list all of his movies, man. Romeo. So it's funny because Romeo must die, Exit Wounds, and Cradle to the Grave feels like a trilogy, even though they're not connected. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, everybody in the chat, can you hear me now? You should be caught up in it here in a second, but you should be able to hear me now. Um, yeah, every now and again, software decides to just like forget all my settings. Yeah, and yeah, it happened. I I did a whole podcast yesterday, three and a half hours long. No audio was fucking recorded on the video side, oh, so I had to like go back through on the because I I double record things because this is not my fucking first fucking rodeo, um, and I had to like go back through and stitch it. So there we go, we're we're fixed. Damn, my, camera, my camera's glitching out. It looks like I'm fucking not really. Whoa, that was fucking trippy as hell. <laughs> yeah, it's happening on my end too. It's like it's crazy. Like yeah, ghost images and shit happening on my screen. Yeah. Uh oh. I was just going to say one last quick thing about DMX, man. I had no idea he had 15 goddamn kids with yeah. nine different yeah. women. Yeah. Nine different that women. Is, also, not surprised. That is a shit ton of just unprotected uh, fucking of all of these hoes. So, what in the entire so, fuck, man? That's, so, that's, that's awful. So ac- according to him, those kids came from broken condoms. So he was uh, out there. Mm, like, he was out there. Yeah, let, he was, let me tell you why that's bullshit. <laughs> yeah. I've never broken a condom in my entire goddamn life, much less 15. <laughs> yeah. Well, the one, he has, uh, what, four or five with his first wife. But then he was, you know running through groupies so you know yeah i mean that, that yeah let's call it what it is that you you uh 
you like to go raw <laughs> a whole lot with uh, some of everybody. But yeah, 15 kids is a whole fucking lot. You know, I hope they're all taken care of because he so- certainly sold a whole lot of fucking records and whatnot. But yeah. goddamn, whose dick Damn, you sucking? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, he's got, oh, that's all bad. He's got more kids than Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy's got 10 kids. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he's got that's... a quarter more than him. Something like that. Third more. Looks like uh, we're gonna have stitching here in a second. Oh, oh shit. shit! We're like Voltron, Whoa. and we're well, like, forming up. X come together. You gave it to all of them, raw dog. Oh. <laughs> uh, Stitch, oh. Stitch, you have no Shut audio up. or video, if you can hear us. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's, he's you're on mute, Stitch, and, and no video. Yeah. It's been a while since he's been here. Okay, there we go. How it all works. There we go. All right, now yeah, sorry. Out, out, currently outside right now or whatever. Okay. Uh, don't want to wake the kid. Oh, for sure. Get get in get in here. We're talking about X for a few, uh, hot more minute. Go ahead. Oh, geez. Uh, yeah, RIP DMX. Um, I don't know what was said, but I'm sure you guys covered a lot. But um, he was he was hip hop in the '90s in New York. Uh, he was that dude. Um, I've heard a lot of people say like a lot of uh, impactful statements about like DMX uh, in terms of handling his substance abuse openly. And uh, talking about his interpersonal demons, um, on, I, I don't know about like all of his CDs, but he used to start most of his CDs with like a, a like a Lord's type prayer and stuff, and on like the first track, and then it was just nothing but energy. Um, I would sort of compare him to just like in terms of the energy that he brought when he was performing to, to kind of like Tupac, in terms of just like his. <sighs> maybe rage or whatever but it wasn't just like all like anger but it, it was just really passionate and his voice and um i was fortunate enough to see him in concert he was actually the oh, very no first shit. very first artist i saw in concert uh wow. it was like 1999 um i saw dmx and cash money in uh, long island new york Damn. and it was it was fucking, it was arena rap. Like, the whole arena is just, like, throwing up the X and just going crazy. Like, you saw in that, um, that video of, like, 1999 Woodstock where the whole entire just field of people is just, like, having, like, mosh pits and all kinds of stuff. People really felt what, like, DMX was doing. And um, he really, he, he was just so... It's hard to explain like how impactful he was and how hot he was. Like I did a little bit of research like into like his record sales, and he was the first artist um, to go or to either reach number one or debut at number one on his first five albums. So yeah. right off right off the bat, he was just in, insanely hot. The first three albums, I believe, they sold like five five point nine five million and like. 4.8 million like right off the bat boom 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 and um he was just oh just it, it was, it was to, great to preface how huge that is this is during the fucking napster era all right so mm-hmm. his first album drop in the heat of napster or like er- nobody was buying shit and he still sold <laughs> five million fucking albums i mean come on people were were um getting mass computer viruses to get free music and he was still selling <laughs> fucking records i'm just saying that's fucking impressive yeah, and then Especially because like he he brought that whole uh, that whole like Rough Riders crew yeah. out and everything with uh with with the R's on the chain and then um 
with with Eve and, and the Dra- locks, Dragon, Dragon like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, all all those guys. It was it was such a treat to like go back and like listen to like all of his music because I was like rediscovering stuff that like I forgot about when I when I would just like put on like a, a YouTube or a Spotify playlist of like DMX greatest hits and it was stuff that like he wasn't like on it wasn't on his actual album but he would just like jump on somebody else's song and i was just like oh shit this was a classic i forgot about this like mm-hmm. 24 hours to live with like the locks and mace mm-hmm. it was, it was, it was fucking awesome oh uh, yeah i want to mention uh, something real quick rottweilers and pits <laughs> like this man obviously was a huge dog lover and um there are a lot of people who literally got dogs because of dmx like oh, yeah. no no shade, you know, no shame at all. Like, just fucking said, hey, X is into dogs. I need to fucking get a, a rod or a pit or something. Um, and, you know, a lot of those dogs found homes because of uh, fucking DMX, literally. So Yeah, DMX was, DMX was adopting dogs, taking care of them. He took care of them, like, better than he treated some of the people in his group, probably. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, also, and also, you probably mentioned uh, he, was a mo- he was in several movies with, like, Maria, oh, yeah. Jeffrey. Oh, yeah, we did that. Yep, yeah, we did that. Yeah, so he, yeah. he was he was all over the place. So he was it, it's sucks that he's he's no longer with us and everything. But um, especially those that really followed hip hop and, and lived during that time. I mean, you you remember DMX and and his songs and and ju- and just that what he did and his energy. So it's it's good that um he's at peace now. Uh, hopefully, because it seemed like he had a lot of internal demons going on throughout his entire life, even after his uh, his career when when his career was at his peak, he still seemed to be going through a lot. So, hopefully, yeah. uh, he's at peace. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, it's funny to me because back in '99, that's when like Limp Biscuit was everywhere, and he has a track <laughs> with Limp Biscuit. There's actually yeah. a, a remix, uh, the Roland remix. They call it the Urban Assault remix. It had Redman, Method Man, and DMX. He dropped some pretty hardcore stuff on there. He's only in it for like maybe a minute, but it's actually pretty sick. So- Public service announcement: Anthony Mackie, stay the fuck away from this biopic whenever it happens. Uh, you can't do it. No. You can't do it, Falcon. I'm not letting you. Get the fuck oh, out of here. Didn't he play Tupac in a movie? I think he might yeah, have. Yeah, he played, he played Tupac in, in the Biggie movie where he got shot. Well, remember when, uh, uh, what's that guy's name? Flex? Uh, where he played fucking Michael Jackson? <laughs> oh, I know who you're talking about. Remember the comedian? I think it was Flex on his name? Yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah, he played Michael Jackson. That shit was fucking horrible. That shit was really, really bad. I mean, he, he, played, he pulled it off, but it was really, really bad. Oh, shit. All right. We got through the uh, RIPs, man. We want to get into some real stuff, or we got some fun stuff. What What would you guys uh, like to start off the goddamn show with? It's been a fucking I got, I got depressing a, week, but yeah. Uh, I gotta start with I gotta start with the question. I I got a question for Kronish. Yeah. Uh, so you have not heard the term when you were young, or the question. I'm sorry. No one's asked you when you were younger that you're in the wrong neighborhood. Have you, has no one no one come to you with that when you're roaming around, walking around with friends or whatnot, and or even a store, and someone say, "Hey, you're in the wrong neighborhood." Mm, not that I can remember. Um, no, hmm. like, you know. Okay. But I also lived in like diverse neighborhoods for like the vast majority of my life, and all the neighborhoods that I went to were also diverse. So, 
But you've probably traveled more than probably more than everyone on the podcast. I, I don't yeah. want to say for certain. Yeah. So but... here's like so when you're a lot of my traveling was international or I went to you know cities. Like I wasn't to, I, I didn't visit neighborhoods. I would go into a city and like you know fix sand equipment, storage area network equipment, or you know in, install some shit. Um, and then when I travel internationally, like when you travel internationally, like they just see you as an American. They don't see you as uh, an African American, mm-hmm. so that like they they're racist against you. They're more. It's not racism against you. It's more of they don't like America against you. So they don't see your your skin tone per se. They just don't like you because you're American. So it's it's a different <laughs> sort of I don't fucking like you. And mm-hmm. yeah, anybody that's ever traveled probably has the same sentiment. Um, especially once you start talking. Even when I went to to Africa, it was the same deal like people would look at me kind of funny because like you could tell pick me out of a crowd um that i was an american so yeah or, or i guess we're gonna get go right into like the the racist shit like like yeah, under, un, yeah, understanding yeah, understanding what what i'm just talking about is there was a video I mean, this the, videos upon videos um that have been coming <laughs> out recently this is like a never-ending vortex of suck to be black in america because it's like we literally at this point in time there's no time to grieve because it's a tragedy after fucking tragedy, you know, month after month, week after week, even after we have, you know, mass protests and riots and looting, you know, against police brutality and racism. And it seems like America is just kind of doubling down at this point down at this point in time with racist shit. And the one that old is talking about is there was a guy, his name, I forget his fucking name. I didn't want to say his name, but it was some dude. Um, the other day, he was a he was a he was in the army. He was a not a he was a sergeant of some sort. I don't know the entire army fucking um, enlisted structure, but he was a he's like a forty two year old guy. So he was probably like a staff sergeant or above, or whatever the equivalent is in the fucking army. And there was some some black kid that was walking around, and he was giving the black kid shit, and he started shoving him, talking about how you know you're in the wrong neighborhood. And it's like, where do you live? This isn't where you belong. And it's like, these are all, these are all coded words for this is a white neighborhood. You don't belong here because you're black. And I think that people need to wake up and see that this is what the fuck he is saying, is that you don't belong here because of your skin tone. And some people don't realize that it happens. They think that racism is done. They think that rate, you know, um, slavery was such a long time ago. But look, we're still living through this shit. And at the podcast I did yesterday, we were talking. It was with uh, two other Marines um, that are that are in still in the Marine Corps, and we we're talking about like some racist shit, you know, about even in the Marine, in, in the Marine Corps. Because I've seen a bunch of Marines that are that are veterans and they talk about, oh, there's there's no racism in the military. And I used to you know parrot the same fucking thing, but I'm like, no, fuck, there is fucking racism in the military. There definitely is. So in the Marine Corps specifically, like they talk about there's no racism in the Marine Corps, but then they will also say there's only. A, there's only green or dark green. It's like, okay, so you already separated us. So what the fuck are you talking about? You can't say there's no fucking racism when you're clearly saying that there's either green, which is like normal white people, and then dark green, which is the others. So yeah. it's, it's little shit like that that I just kind of ignored. And it's like, oh, that's not racist. But it is. It's like you literally, you're, st- you're still separating us on some level when there's really no need to separate us at all. And then I've seen shit pop off through like... Um, between people that because they were black and white like in the marine corps 
and I've seen racist shit happen in the in the army. It's even more extreme because they have less control over their soldiers. And anybody that was in the army, you can try refute that. But um, I'll refute that when I was uh, in going to Iraq, I, there were signs up like everywhere talking about you know it was it was about sexual assault. And it's like, you guys have a problem with sexual assault in the fucking, like, what the fuck, in a war zone? And you guys have a, a problem with sexual assault? So there's like a, there's a discipline problem in the army, all right, that, that exists. And there's, also, there's a discipline problem in, like, other branches as well, but it's especially in the army. And it was highlighted with the fact that well, this guy was, like, totally getting in this kid's, like, he, he's literally, like, the guy is huge compared to this kid. He's, like, at least yeah. 75 pounds on this kid. And he's getting aggressive yeah. with him. He fucking pushes him. And the guy, because, like, his wife asked him something, and the kid is trying to answer, and then he's like, don't talk to my fucking wife. And then he starts pushing him. Get the fuck out of here. Isn't he fucking... I'm like, what the fuck? Like, what do you mean this is, you know, this is your neighborhood, or you don't belong here? Like, the kid lives there. And he just thought it was just, you know, it's a white neighborhood. And they arrested the guy. Can I... Go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead, please. Can I point out something really quickly? Yeah. Because um, I, I recently just saw the video uh, this evening. There, uh, part of the exchange, in part of the exchange, the kid uh, asks him, flips it on him, and says, "You know, how long have you been here?" Yeah. And he said, "You know, I don't want to answer that." Well, as it turns out, you know, the kid, the black kid, had been living there much longer than this army sergeant. Yeah, very. And likely. so, yeah, yeah. I, no, let me full stop. Say this. There's never any reason to put your hands on some kid for doing nothing to your property, nothing to your person, <laughs> literally just walking. You know, it, it, you, you're not defending yourself from anything. You're just assaulting some kid. That that that's it. And yeah, the, the kid's name was uh, DeAndre. Yeah, yeah. And what, what was the guy's name? Something, I mean, something Penrod or Pen something. Uh, it's uh, it's it's. Oh, it's a piece I of shit. Sergeant, but it's Sergeant Jonathan Pent Pentland. Yeah, f fuck him and his couch. Um, Jonah? Jonathan? Yeah, something. Yeah, just the, the piece of shit, like, you know... I don't understand, like, the, the mindset of these racist motherfuckers. Like, to him get so aggressive with, like, a ch like a kid. I don't know how, how old the, the guy was, but he looks like a fucking kid. Like, if he's fucking 25 yeah. years old, he looks like he's fucking, like, 16, maybe. Like, seriously. Yeah, high school. Yeah, and... To, <laughs> he looks high school. And to get so aggressive... To, I mean, I can understand if somebody is, like, literally on your property. Yeah, get him off your property. Like, you have a right to do so. But the kid is literally yeah. on the sidewalk. He never stepped foot, even on the guy's fucking grass. And it's, and he gets so angry about somebody that doesn't look like him being in his neighborhood. And it's just like... Meanwhile, people are telling us, you know, oh, America's not racist. Like, oh, okay. Sure. And then we're starting... With the less, the least egregious thing that happened yeah. over the past four fucking days is what we're talking yeah. about right now. This is the, the, the least, at least it didn't fucking die. You know what I mean? Exactly. So. Exactly. This one gave, sorry, just to jump in. This one, I'm glad it didn't end like the Aubrey one where the guy was literally just jogging in Georgia. Yeah. And, oh, you know, yeah. and gets assassinated for jogging and doing absolutely nothing. But I will say this uh, too. Oh. Being it, aggressive and assaulting people. Um, black kids, uh, and, and being bold enough to do it on camera. You know what I mean? Like, he knew he was being filmed. He didn't give a single fuck, you know, with this kid. Go ahead, old ninja. Sorry. Uh, I wanted to add really quick. In obvious situations, the very same thing happened. They asked him, basically, what are you doing in this neighborhood? 
what are you doing here what are you doing out here why are you doing this and they he like you know they approach him with guns they approach Mm -hmm. the guy with guns it's like if you're out jogging and someone comes at you with the gun are you gonna you're gonna probably keep running because they're not they're not police officers they're in plain clothes and they don't identify as police officers so you know it, it turns into an altercation and unfortunately aubrey lost his life in this so the, the the OG case in this is obviously the Trayvon Martin case. I mean, this yep. is extremely similar in many ways where you have somebody who just doesn't thinks that somebody doesn't fit the description of who belongs in that neighborhood and they feel self-entitled. I mean, uh, Zimmerman, I guess, was on some sort of neighborhood watch bullshit. But this guy who thought he was fucking John Walker thought he could just go up uh-huh. and uh, put, his, put his hands on the kid because... You, you need to answer my questions and I don't like the way you're talking or looking at my wife and stuff. It was highly some crazy like Jim Crow South type fucking Emmett Till like just it brought you back to like the 1950s on some shit when you're watching it and it, it's just real. like it was di- just disgusting and like angry to watch. Um, I saw people I guess uh, decided to have a a protest outside his house yeah. and stuff <laughs> later on, which is which is awesome and good. Uh, make that dude's life uncomfortable um, in a in his in a nonviolent way and protest outside of that guy's house or whatever and and hold him accountable for acting like a a goddamn racist fool. I like that you brought up like how like you know this this takes you back to like the like nineteen like fifties and shit like that because like watching a video it made me think there's a I can't remember where I saw this at it might have been um probably one of those Netflix documentaries where like the little black girls how they go through a white neighborhood and they're like crying talking about how like this little white kid threw a rock at her telling her that they shouldn't be in the neighborhood I'm like man this is like damn they're almost seen for, like not word for word but it's like the same fucking situation basically yeah. all over again this kid's just walking through a neighborhood it turns out to be his neighborhood and he gets fucking yelled at and shoved and pushed telling him that he should he doesn't belong there it's like what the fuck this is what what's disturbing to me is like listen at some point you're gonna meet the wrong one and and yeah. like it's it's gonna I, i've seen it happen on some videos where like you're gonna meet the wrong one and they're they're gonna exercise their american rights to fuck you up possibly kill you it listen if i'm walking around any neighborhood and i'm on a sidewalk and you put your hands on me like you're fucking done the minute you do it you're done like i I don't give a fuck who the fuck you are i don't give a fuck what the fuck you're doing you put your hands on me and that's it's a wrap because i have the right to defend myself and the fact that these people are are reliant on you know traditionally law enforcement being on their side because the other side of this story is that after all this happened, um, the police came because the police were called, and they told the the uh, De- the guy's kid's name was Deontay, right? They told Deontay that listen, um, we can't really charge him with much. It, it'd be like some really minor um, property damage because he slapped the kid's phone out of his hand after the video was over, the one that I watched, and that's basically the only thing they, they can charge you with, charge him with. And it was like okay, but then after the video came out, then all of a sudden they arrest the guy. Of course. So it's like. This is a problem with our society. The fact that you have the police there on site that don't want to do anything because it's a fucking white guy. And all of a sudden, now they see the, the social pressure put upon them and their police force. Then all of a sudden, you have the, the correct reaction that should happen the first fucking time. Because what if it was reversed? What if it was some fucking white kid that was walking on a sidewalk in a black neighborhood and then some black dude started pushing this white kid and was yelling in his face to get the fuck out of his neighborhood? 
and then somebody called the police. What would happen then? I can guarantee you it wouldn't be some minor bullshit. It wouldn't be like, oh, we can't do anything, even though he, you know, he broke your phone. They would have took him. They would put him in fucking handcuffs and put him in jail at best. Indoors. Yeah, at, at, that that'd be the best scenario that would happen. Um, it's amazing. I agree. He also, again, he he picked his target very in an, a very interesting way. He didn't go at a full-grown man. No, <laughs> he's know, a fucking coward. This. He's a coward. Yeah, it, it, it's very eerily similar, you know, when we talked about some of the, the bullshit with uh, uh, elderly Asian people. You know, you picking on someone who's half your fucking size and, and you know, just bullying them uh, for other racist reasons. But it's, it's always interesting to me. You don't go up against, uh, they don't seem to ever go up against people who are of the same size and height and, and, and girth and whatnot. They'll pick on children or elderly, and that's the bullshit cowardly move um, that, I, that is intentional. No, I mean, so, sometimes they like do, that. but they, they do it with firearms. Like, they, they won't go against, you know, they won't try to get into a physical yeah. altercation. They'll just pull out a firearm and just kill them. Um, yep, and that, that's, exactly. again, that's some cowardly shit. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, if somebody's, if your life is in danger, you feel like your life is actually in danger, then yeah, you have the right to defend yourself. But if somebody's literally just walking around your neighborhood and you're so fucking terrified that you feel the need to take somebody's life, then there's something seriously fucking wrong with you. Seriously wrong with you. Like, you, you are not comfortable in your own skin to see somebody that doesn't look like you and to go about your, your own day. Like, you don't see them as people. You see them as just, like, either property or animals when you are the actual fucking animal. You're the person that cannot control themselves. You're the person that lives your life in fucking fear. You're the person that um, has like literally you disregard human life. And I don't. These people should not be in this country. They should. They. Those are the ones that should be in jail. Like they're the ones that should be take that that should be removed from society because they have serious problems that they have not resolved within themselves. But you know, here in America, for some reason, they get to walk free every day. And they'll, they'll be slap, slaps on the wrist for the vast majority of them if, if their skin tone is the right skin tone. And it's – America, it, a lot of us, it's at a tipping point. And we keep tipping more and more and more towards a certain direction. And goddamn, like the things that they actually fear are going to happen if you keep acting this way. You can't keep kicking a fucking dog, you know, and expect the dog not to eventually fucking bite you. This, um, I can guarantee you he's watched a whole lot of cuck videos or had some cuck stuff going on in his life. Yeah. And that wife literally does love BBC. He's tired of watching her take <laughs> all that bike. I'm telling really? you now, man. Well, maybe, maybe the kid's like his wife. I don't know. I think could do stuff. <laughs> well, I'm reading an article talking about it. Uh, this is on NBC News. Um, and the sheriff, Leo uh, Lolt, talks about the situation. And he's all... This 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 just pissed me off altogether. Just this one fucking line, but it says, "We're not going to let people be bullied in our community, and if you are, if you are, then you're going to answer for it, motherfucker." Right? Like, if you'd answer for it, the shit took place like right away, and didn't have to like have the media get their hands on it for them. <laughs> yeah, eventually act on it. Yeah, he would have been arrested on like yeah. as the police called them. They, they would have actually believed the black guy, but they didn't. They were just like, oh, well, you know, th I, I see that he cracked your phone screen, um, even though it was multiple video accounts of, like, what happened. No, yeah. we, we can only get him for, you know, property damage. Like, for real? For real. Wild. And then eventually Sorry, we... they arrested him for, for battery, for third-degree assault and battery. 
Well, only because we have other ones to, to address. You, you want to take them, the other one, the next one, or I don't even know which one you want to address next, whoever wants to go. I mean, they're all very, I mean, to me, it's distressing. It's it, like I said, like, why, don't, why don't we talk about Lieutenant, uh, God, I want to pronounce his name correctly, N Nazario in the VA PD. Jesus fuck. This Christ. was in uniform, uh, the traffic stop. I know we've gone over it in the chat a little bit. You want to set it up? Either Kronos, somebody. Uh, Stitch, you, you watch the video? I watch all thirty minutes of it. So, yeah, I watched. Uh, I watched the the body cam uh, video. Um, I guess apparently there was a traffic stop that took place in Virginia. Uh, I don't remember what what city or, or whatever. But um, it first of all, it, it's really awesome that you the video that I saw that has both the uh, Nazarios. Uh, mm -hmm. Cell phone mm -hmm. with one. the body camera, also of the the officers, so yeah. it like matches up from like you have three different, I guess I think it's three different point of views or whatever, which is really cool to, to see or whatever because I mean it, it's rare that that actually happens. But um, it starts off and uh, the vehicle pulls over into this uh, well lit gas station and um, two officers jump out, start barking commands, telling the guy to. Uh, well, he gets on the radio and says, uh, whatever radio's in, I'm making a felony stop and everything. So I'm like, okay, uh, that's kind of odd, but whatever. Um, he starts barking orders, telling the guy to get out the car, get out the car, turn the car off, and just pretty much screaming at him, guns pointed. And uh, Nazario is calm about the entire thing. Hands are out the window. He's like, what's going on? What did I do wrong? What did I do wrong? What, just, I mean, not escalating the situation, just remaining calm. And the two officers are just like nonstop fucking screaming at him and everything. So eventually the, there's a, it, it appeared that one of the officers, I guess was a, a rookie or in his uh, field training uh, phase where he's just new on the street. So he, he rides with a, a training officer. Yeah, hold on. So real quick, let's, before you go into that, I just want to ask you a general question. So, I understand yeah. that he's supposed to be like on FTO, right? But right. the problem is, is that he was driving a car what, by himself. What does that acronym mean? For uh, the, field training. What is that acronym? Go ahead. Yeah, field training officer. Okay, sorry. Yeah. Go ahead. But the problem was when people talk about he was, you know, FTO. He's the one that called the the thing the thing in, like the actual um, the the felony uh, traffic stop, which it wasn't, but. And then the other guy responded. So if he was like, there was no FTO officer with him when he originally called it in. So when people were talking about like the FTO officer or like having like an FTO, I'm like, how was it FTO when he was by himself and then he called somebody else in? So it seems very odd to me I, that they're using that term. I thought I'd have to rewatch it or whatever. Uh, I thought they were both in the same car. No. I thought the one got out the. Oh, okay. There's two cars. Uh, like you, you can even see if you rewatch it, there's two cars. Okay. Okay. And that, that that is kind of where that that could yeah that's odd and everything but yeah he he does call out a felony stop which um <laughs> I thought immediately was really odd right yeah. off the bat and we we <laughs> talked about what like a kind of what a felony stop is in terms of like it it heightens the the response and the aggressiveness of what's going on in the vehicle but in order to have a felony stop you have to have a felony. That's the yeah, first word in the, in the fucking yeah. term, felony stop. I know and one thing I saw in the video is that the the guy who was getting pulled over, I can't think of his name, like, 
he was originally being pulled over, I believe, like on the freeway, and he he turned on his hazards. This is something I do all the fucking time whenever I get pulled over, and if I'm in like a, a, a sketchy, sketchy area, I'll pull over and try to find a well lit area so that you know for the cop safety and for my own safety because like back in like I don't know, it was like the, like the nineties or something like that, people were fake being cops and they were like robbing people and stuff like that. So yeah. a lot of people would go to like well lit areas before pulling over. So yeah. uh, I understand. I understand why he did that. Yeah, that's to- totally normal. Um, the, I guess it was reported, and I did not see how long. I guess they were trying to pull him over. How long he, he was searching for the spot and everything. That I did. I didn't see that video, um, but it still doesn't really factor. Yeah, in they, the, they said it was the a, whole they, thing really quick. Yeah, they said it was a little, little over a minute, like less than two minutes. Um, but, yeah, but the thing was that he had he had his hazards on. So obviously the guy he was complying with. Hey, I see you. You're pulling me over. I recognize you're pulling me over, put yeah. my houses on so I can find a spot. Like, it, it seems, unless the guy didn't even just totally ignore the cops, which obviously he didn't because they, everybody said that, you know, he had his hazards on and he was just trying to find a spot. But it's like, you shouldn't feel the need. Like, so if an officer is going to pull me over on the freeway and there's a stop coming up, I, I would much rather pull off on like an actual exit. You know, to like get pulled over, then like pull over on the fucking freeway. I mean, that that make more sense for like safety, like just in general safety, especially at night. Yeah. So uh, he he calls it out as a, as a felony stop. It's not a felony. Um, it was later talked about that. I guess there was no tags on the vehicle, um, but the vehicle was new, so it had like a temporary tag in the window, which. I appear to maybe see in the actual like video and stuff. So that was kind of odd to me. And then um, they just not stop screaming, barking orders at the person. There's no felony to my, my understanding. And he, there, there gets to a point where the guy just, he's, he's got his arms out. He doesn't feel comfortable getting out of the vehicle, making any sudden movements or anything. And the, one officer, I'll just call him the senior officer, um, even though I guess there wasn't an, an FPO phase or FPO officer, but the, the senior one, he starts just going wild and talking like a like a crazy-ass fucking cowboy um, and talking about, you don't get out the car, you're going to ride the ride the lightning. And, and uh, the guy says, I'm scared. And he's like, well, you should be. And, and I'm just like wildly reckless and just in unprofessional and just horrible sounding looks bad and everything and the, the only correction that i have on on some stuff is that some people were referring to it like riding the lightning is some sort of old school way of saying like you're going to get the electric chair oh, when it's, it's not it's, it's a taser yeah i mean <laughs> it's it means you're you're going to get tased and everything but the problem with that is if you're giving commands to somebody, you don't want to use slang that only you're going to understand. You yeah. want to use clear, <laughs> concise language that the person you are giving the commands to is going to understand. Like, if I wanted you to get out of the car or something or tell you I'm going to arrest you, I wouldn't start just citing the penal code number saying <laughs> I'm going to 270. You're going to be 2735. You're going to be 2735. And I'm like, what the fuck to 2735? Like that doesn't that doesn't mean anything to me. So for him to like say all that all this crazy reckless stuff is just like unprofessional and you're not communicating effectively. You're really not communicating with the person at all. It's 
it's like you're speaking fucking Spanish to somebody that doesn't that doesn't speak Spanish. I mean, it, it doesn't make sense. Then um, the the older officer pulls out his pepper spray, sprays him, and everything, and I'm just like, oh fuck. Oh, God. before this even happens, let me just rewind a little bit because there was something that bothered me throughout the whole interaction. All right, as a marine, so. The guy, the army officer, is a second lieutenant. He's fucking, he's a new guy in the in the army, right? Second lieutenant is basically a fucking boot. <laughs> like, he's super new in the army. And so the guy says, you know, I'm active duty, you know, I'm serving my country, and this is how you treat me. And then the asshole, Gutierrez, I think that's the officer's name, former officer, fuck that guy. He was like, oh, you know, I'm a veteran. I was, uh, you know, I was a corporal. Uh, you know, I'm a corporal. I'm, I'm a marine. And I know how to comply with commands. I'm like, okay, so you're a Marine. You're pulling over somebody else that is in the military. You can tell that by what the fuck he's wearing and what he just said. And you still don't give a fuck. You nope. still don't <laughs> give a fuck. You still want to treat him like he's not a human being. You don't want to listen. You don't want to actually answer his fucking questions like, why am I getting pulled over? Like, it's a very simple. They could have stopped the entire escalation. By just saying, hey, we couldn't see the tags on your car. It's that fucking simple. Then he, he, did just, he, he could have just said, hey, like, look at the back window. Super easy. But instead, we have this, you know, typical scenario. Not typical. It is a not uncommon scenario of police officers escalating situations for no fucking reason. Because they think that they have all this power... Um, to, to be above the law and their actual station. But it's within, it was just, it's just within a civilian's rights to understand what law they have broken. Like, from the get-go. And for you to, like, not answer that is fucking ridiculous. Yeah, it's, it's simple communication. And then from, a, like, a, a tactical point, okay, you are about five to seven feet from the vehicle, and you're screaming out this what this command that is not being followed according to how you perceive it his hands are out the window and you're it's like okay that's not working so go get the guy or whatever like I, i'm just like i'm like in my my brain from like when i was in the like academy and shit i'm just like okay i can i can hear my fucking instructor saying okay stitch that's not working what are you going to do or whatever? And they just freeze up and they, they don't even know what to fucking do except just scream, scream. And then he grabs pepper spray, like grab his hand and open the door and pull him out of the car. If, if there is that need to do that, which obviously it, it doesn't seem that there was, but what, what, what is, you have to grab this dude and get him out of the car to begin with. He's not, uh, being aggressive in terms of his resistance, he's just being passively resistant, which means he's just, for for sort of layman terms, he's being stubborn. If 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 you were talking about like the um, the scale of resistance that he's yeah. the person is using, he's, that's a funny just, way. Sorry, that's a funny okay. way of saying uppity. <laughs> well, I mean, we'll we'll get into it when we when we talk about some of the, the other use of forces that happen later on. But yeah, it, he he's he's not saying I'm gonna fuck you up if you try to get me out of this car. He doesn't have his fist balled up. He's not showing any sort of signs of aggression. 
So that's why they say he's being passively resistant or whatever. He's not following your commands, but he's just sitting there or whatever. So, okay, you and your partner open the door because it's right there. You see his hands, so there's no threat. He's not going to shoot you with a gun with his foot or anything. And just have him get out of the car. And you don't have this massive fucking viral thing. You probably still got your your, your job and your pension. And your, your face isn't all over the internet. But can I, just poor, can I, poor training, poor tactics, just, just a complete meltdown. Can I mention something? And I can't remember what point of the video, because I saw it from a whole bunch of different angles, and it's pretty long. But there's a point where it's uh, keep your hand where he's being told yeah. uh, at gunpoint, keep your hands where I can see them, open the door, and take off your seatbelt. Now, I'm going to tell you this straight up. If you're getting all three of those commands, um, one of them will be violated and you're already at gunpoint. I would be scared as shit and just sit there frozen with my hands completely up because if you're yeah. going to take off your seatbelt, that means putting your hands in right. a hidden place in the vehicle where they, they are not as easily visible. If you're talking about opening the car door from inside, your hands are also not visible. But, exactly. you know, keeping your hands where they can be seen, which he pretty much did, that and they were outside of the vehicle, windows down and whatnot, um, <laughs> that was on purpose. And yeah. I, I just have to point that out. When you're giving contradictory instructions, it smells like a fucking setup to execute somebody. Well, it, and also, yeah, it... on, one, one thing that needs to be really noted is that he had a firearm in his vehicle that was right next to him. Literally yep. in his fucking car door. So that's, uh, especially given that, like knowing that, I wouldn't yep. have fucking moved my hands either. Because I'd be like, I have a firearm right here, but you can't even say it because they might shoot you because you said it. So yeah, yeah. like, so I, I, honestly what he did to me was like entirely rational. Like, listen, you need to tell me why I'm getting pulled over. Noise. We got a whole oh. bunch of background noise. Yeah, Stitch, what are you doing, man? Somebody need to be on mute. He muted Okay, uh, but it's like, Sorry. yeah, I'm going to leave my hands out the fucking window because I'm not trying to get shot because I happen to have a firearm in my vehicle. Um, yeah. So that that whole thing was just like, it was incredibly stupid to me. Like, I, I don't, I don't understand. I understand the one guy that was a, a straight up asshole. I understand why he got fired. All right. But the problem is that the other guy who, who first said it was a felony stop, like there was no fucking felony stop. There was no felony. Like he literally committed... Zero crimes from this. Zero. All right, he he got charged with nothing, and this is like later on in it. It gets even more. It get, it gets even fucking worse, um. Because he basically tries to blackmail him, like the the Gutierrez guy, the the Marine, the former police officer, piece of shit. He tried to blackmail him, like at the very end of the video, he talks about you know, um, you know, I was in the you know Marine Corps, and listen, you have you have options. Okay, and your options are you can do nothing, and we'll let this go. We're not gonna give you any ticket. You're not gonna do anything, or we can charge you with. He even said, I think he said assault, and I was like, yeah, assault, yeah, and re, you know, resisting, and all those other fucking things. And I was just like, what? And he's like, and it's gonna mess up your career, like in the yes. middle, which it, which it would because it'd be double jeopardy. Which he, he actually explained it correctly because it would be double jeopardy. Um, Still, and I was just like. Are you serious? Like you're trying to like be like the good guy right now when you literally assaulted this man. 
you pepper sprayed you you know you pepper sprayed him you you need him you you forced him onto the ground you did all these things when you didn't have to do that shit you're in the wrong be trying to convince him that oh well you if you just let it go away you can keep your you know your military career that to me was like one of the most fucked up things that you can do because he convinced the guy at the time anyway or he thought to not you know to not pursue anything because if you do you could lose your career that's a real piece of shit move right there i i'm i'm with you to me this was also one of those things where you have um america's feelings about law enforcement and america's love for the troops in a lot of ways battling it out against uh racism and uh police profiling and unnecessary police brutality all in the same incident which is wild and for anybody to overtly defend this at least the you know the pepper spraying officer uh, probably both um it is wild to me especially given the uniform and everything we've seen like how in the fuck was this anything close to respect the troops or you know a thank you for your service friendly like you can't oh, oh, did you no, no, no. It's the the camera started auto oh, okay. on something. <laughs> I thought you were like smacking us. No, I had to like I had to pull the focus back to me. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> bam! Bam! <laughs> Facts, bitch. Facts. <laughs> That's always funny for watching the video. If you're listening to this, you have yeah. no context of what we're talking about. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> anyway, um, I, I think there was I think there was one final one, right? Or no? Yeah, there was there uh, was yeah a, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Jesus Christ. We're, we're escalating the the bullshit. <laughs> and this was like this is the most this is the most fucked up one. So yeah. Stitch, go ahead and take it away. Is it, it it's a it was a three course meal. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Of, I think this uh, is th- three course racism. This is what we're gonna call this episode. <laughs> three course <God> racism. <laughs> so so now let's travel to Brooklyn Center, Minneapolis. Which, I mean, Brooklyn Center, Minnesota. Sorry, Minnesota. Uh, double city. Yeah, uh, which I didn't know fucking existed or, or whatever. But apparently we're going to go to a traffic stop where um, oh, I cannot remember the, the guy's name off the top of my head. But a young black male, 20 years old, is pulled over um, for expired tag on his registration. And also the chief said that uh, he had a dangly air freshener on his fucking his, rear view. His name was Dante Wright. Well. His name was Dante Wright. Dante Wright. Yeah. Um, I guess after they made contact with the the driver, they found out that he had a warrant. Unknown what the warrant is for. They haven't really said. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I think it was it was uh, attempted robberies. What I what I read. I don't know if it's still true. But I read it was Tony Robert. Yeah, I have no idea, and I, who know? I, yeah, I didn't know what was true or what not wasn't true, and where the info was coming from. If it was just people on that time of the the, the discussion trying to dig into the guy's past and just say he was a thug and, and all kinds of whatever. But uh, they there's three officers. They go to approach the vehicle to make an arrest for this this warrant. You have uh, two male officers, a white male, black male, and then a female officer uh, approach the vehicle. The officer tells him uh, he has a warrant, has him get out of the car. 
starts to place him in handcuffs, uh, has his hands behind his back, and then as he starts to try to cuff him, uh, he resists, pulls away, and tries to get back in the car. The female officer who is on the driver's side of the vehicle, um, who's not fucking paying attention to anything going on at the time, uh, jumps in to the to the hand fighting as I uh, as I call it and everything so the and starts pulls out her firearm and starts yelling taser 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 um, while this this hand jostling is going on uh, Kim fires, yeah Kim Potter fires a shot into the vehicle at the guy uh, it's it's hits him um, says shit and the guy drives away. Both the partners look at her like she's a fucking idiot. And uh, the, in, the DeAndre ends up uh, dying shortly thereafter uh, down the road and everything. And we have fucking all hell is broken loose again uh, you guys, in Soda. Do you guys say why, will... he, why he was stopped? Yeah, for the expired tag or... Expire tag and then the the air freshener thing they they cited during the press conference. Um, before we get into the, the shit show, I will say the the thing I do give this department a little bit of credit on is that they released this video damn near immediately. When it used to be when stuff like this happened, we would not see about it. We would just hear that there was an officer involved shooting somebody got shot and there would just be word of mouth in terms of what happened. So it is in a small way, a, a like a slight silver lining that we are, these departments are being held accountable in giving the public the video immediately and showing what happened. So I, I will say I'm happy that that is starting to be more of a trend with these incidents. Um, I don't remember if the Floyd shooting happened if we got that video like that day or within a 24 hour no, time no. period, but it was, yeah, it, took it, a while. it was relatively, no, that was what, no, it wasn't real. It wasn't a long time. It was within a week and we well, got that video. I mean, that, I mean, I, it wasn't like, hold on, man. We, I was going to say, it, well, we had, we had the cell phone videos way faster than a week. Yeah. That, that's exactly. so it could have been immediate. Yeah. Can I go yeah. back though, really quickly to the one that we just discussed in Virginia that actually took place in December. Right. So, just to be just to be clear, we're obviously now in mid-April. Um, yeah, there was a the delay. Aubrey, even with the Ahmad Aubrey thing, that happened. We didn't find out about that till like May, and that death didn't happen till uh, that that death happened. I think in like January. So we're talking about like five months where shit was going down. The yep. police had this evidence, and it took the lawyer to like leak this information out. Yep. Um, but back on the on the bullshit aspect of it, it, it this is for those that know the history. This is like the Oscar Grant Fruitvale Station incident with uh, Bart PD officer uh, Meserly, who on uh, New Year's Day or New Year's Eve, depending. I guess it was New Year's Day because it was after midnight on 2009. He uh, there was a fight that took place on Bart. They responded, pulled Oscar Grant off the the car the Bart car and everything. And then while he was on the ground and Oscar Grant was, uh, I believe he was technically cuffed. Yeah, he was. he was like, yeah, he was re rolling around, kind of whatever, just resist, technically resisting or whatever. And the guy pulled out what he thought was his taser, 
pulled out his gun and ended up shooting him in front of an entire BART car full of fucking people uh, in Oakland. So that, and that's what the whole Fruitvale Station movie is about. So you had an incident similar to that happen here in Minnesota. Yeah, this, this shit is so insane to me. Um, so mistaking your actual service pistol for a taser is so ridiculous to me because they feel nothing alike. You're a fucking a, a handgun is far heavier than any fucking taser that that I can think of. State you can correct me if I'm wrong, but like the actual weight is fucking way different. And the color, the color is different. It should be on your different <laughs> side. You have to put. Never mind, you have to fucking pull the safety off this motherfucker because you. When you pull a fucking firearm off of you, it shouldn't. It should be on safe still. So when you pull it out, you have to take it off fucking safe. And then point and then shoot. So there's like so many things that that have been fucked up in that whole situation to where I'm not buying the whole... Like I understand that she said taser, taser, taser. But in her, you know, muscle memory, for, she went through all these things and fired a fucking a handgun. But there are, th- there are so many things that you can feel with a handgun that is not a fucking taser. So, yeah, I don't feel bad that uh, this person is going to hopefully... Uh, serve time for killing somebody i understand that if it really was an accident that it's an accident but somebody lost their fucking life because of your goddamn accident okay and also when i watch the video there are two officers that are physically in contact with this person physically in contact with this person all right this person is not a huge guy like he's like a, a skinny looking kid he's not he's not big he's not overimposing. the officer uh the female that shot the kid had her arm through his arm and the other officer was directly behind him and all of a sudden they lost control. I'm like, what the, how do you fuck do you lose control of somebody when you have two physical bodies on this fucking dude? Two bodies on this dude and you can't physically control somebody? Like, seriously. And the fact that he's trying to get away, it's like, yeah, I, I guess a tasing is, is an option, but you could have like actually physically controlled him. The fact that they pulled him out of the car and were trying to handcuff him right next to, like, as the door was open, seemed, as a Marine, that seems so fucking stupid to me. Because obviously he can get back in the fucking car, which is what he did. You should pull him away from the thing that he could use to escape and then fucking uh, handcuff him and do all the other things. It, is that, that's not normal police protocol, right? Is handcuffing somebody in the fucking doorway of a goddamn car? The, the, the tactics on this were just like, a, a Sunday full of just do not do that. Do not do that. You're not supposed to do that. What the fuck are you doing? It, it, it was an entire shit show. Um, the, they got the guy out of the vehicle and everything. And I assumed it was just him because at first I was confused why there no, was one officer was on the other side of the vehicle. No, there was somebody um, else in the car too. Oh, there was. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I think a girlfriend or something. Yeah. Okay, so they pulled, they get him out of the car and everything. Yeah, you don't want to do that right in the doorway and everything. You want to walk him back to the rear of his vehicle or to your patrol vehicle uh, and then handcuff him there to prevent him from hopping back in the car and, and trying to to drive away. The, the Potter chick, she's supposed to be the cover officer. She's 26 to, years, right? What's that? She was 26 years. 26 years. Yeah, yeah, she she's 
this she was not mentally prepared for she was out to lunch mentally the entire fucking thing um she was not like you know okay we're going to go arrest this kid right now because he has a warrant there, there's no surprise in what it is that you're about to do so you need to be laser focused on what could happen in this situation and i was i was telling uh lilo about this um and uh prodigy you've played baseball before when you're playing baseball as little as, as little league you are taught to think if the ball is hit to me what am i going to do where am <laughs> yep. i going to throw the ball am i throwing it to first base second base third base or whatever so if i'm approaching somebody and i know all right we're about to arrest him i'm i need to be hyper aware of okay where could he run to if he was going to run what would i do if he pulled out a gun what would i do if he tried to punch me attack me she was not prepared for any of that and when he started to fight being resisted she had a mental breakdown of the entire situation the possible threat level of what was going on which was minimal and she just went to and then also having the, the breakdown of i don't know where my equipment is on my fucking belt <laughs> and she grabbed her her gun didn't know it was a fucking gun because she was so panicked because she wasn't fucking paying attention to anything going on she didn't feel the difference in weight she didn't notice the color because she was so mentally out to fucking lunch thinking about whatever the fuck was on her mind instead of making sure that her partner was safe that the person that they were going to arrest his safety and he was going to be safe and then her safety and then as it progressed and and because when he starts to kind of like wiggle a little bit she puts this like a little soft touch like on the guy's arm i'm like what do you like she's not even doing anything at this point yeah. and then then she pulls out her gun yells taser 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 and then fires it within inches of firing it into her partner's back yeah or whatever yep. or at least under his rib and then the, the second officer who's in who's uh entering the vehicle from the passenger side he's in there like face first the other side of the vehicle so not only did you almost shoot your partner in the fucking rib and in the back you almost shot your other partner in the fucking face and yep. like and i told i talked about it in our group i'm like she's done like no officer would ever ever want to work with her because she's a fucking reckless mess and she almost she she normally when you're not paying attention the, they always tell you the outcome is you're going to get yourself killed and everything. Mm -hmm. She literally got somebody else killed and she almost got both of her partners killed. She almost got everybody else killed in the situation except her. No, so I, she, I like what... Hold uh, on. I'll, go ahead, Blue, and then I'll... I got something I just, just a quick thing. I like, I like what Clay, uh, the bartender, said in the chat. He basically says that she's been a cop longer than that guy's been alive. Which is mm -hmm. fucking sad. Yeah. So, Stitch, something you just said, like her being like reckless and way most to work with her, I don't, I don't believe that. I don't buy it for a second. Because last year we had that that guy from in Kenosha who shot that guy seven times in the back, and today he's back in the force. Mm. He yeah. shot a guy sure. seven seven times in the back. There was no mistake about fucking taser or fucking firearm. Like he shot a guy seven times in the back, and there was kids in the car, and th this guy's back in the force. No charges, like no issues found with this guy. Well, well the, what I'm saying the difference is with no one wanting to work with with her is because she almost got her partners killed that's that's like that's i mean yeah 
the guy in Kenosha, he was a shitty cop uh, involved in the Jacob Blake shooting. In but it, he also I, put people's Greenland. lives he put people's lives in danger. So this this is the problem. Yeah. Like he, the, he, he he didn't almost shoot his partner. He didn't almost shoot both of his partners. Let me, and everything, let me, and that's like a major, highly highly red flag in terms let of me, police work. Let me clarify. He almost shot other people. People. I don't. I don't care if they were police officers or not. There was kids in the car. What, he shot. He shot this guy in the back seven times with other people in the car. But what I'm saying is that's why other officers wouldn't want to work with her again. So her career was done. So in terms of like how she's perceived, I'm not. I agree with you. Like reckless and disregard for life. I'm not. I'm not arguing with that. What I'm saying is that the people in her department, the 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 so-called. Well, no, I don't want to say so-called because I don't want to say it like it doesn't exist. But the the blue line in terms of like, yeah, I'm going to have my partners back. That's gone when you almost kill when you almost kill your partner or do something to get your partner killed. Like that that fades away and you're you're a leopard. You're you're an albatross. You're you're out. You're on your own island when you do something like that. Well, this is I mean, this is my whole thing, man. Like not whole thing, but this is what's odd to me. And don't get me wrong, obviously, I'm a Marine. I understand that, you know, I value other Marines' lives as well. When it comes to, like, elevating your life when, you're, when your actual purpose is to protect, to protect and serve your community, and you're literally putting your community at risk by shooting somebody in the back, point blank, point blank range seven times with when people are in the same vehicle, um, to me, that's, that's fucking reckless as shit. Um, and that your actual purpose should be to protect and serve your community. And yeah, I, I get the whole blue line thing, but I mean, those are fucking people too, man. Like the people that you're actually getting paid to protect. I agree. I'm, I'm, I'm not paying I'm, I'm police saying, officers like, to protect themselves. Yeah, I'm just saying in terms of like the the sort of subculture that goes on to it. Like, if mm-hmm. <laughs> to put it in simple terms, like we're we're all boys on here. I don't think I could be friends with with. Any of you guys, if you put a gun in my face and fired it or whatever, I think we would have some some, some problems in terms <laughs> yeah. of how our friendship would work and, and evolve from that from that like aspect. Yeah, but like, even like, my even person. my Nerf gun. But at the same time, like I, I it, like honestly, if like one of you guys put a gun in somebody else's face and start firing it like for no reason, like I don't like I, we wouldn't be friends anymore. Like, yeah, there'd be there'd be there'd, there'd be like, issues all the way around. I'm just gonna say this. This, uh, I'm not belittling it at all, don't get me wrong, but um, this is the worst episode of Black Patrol I've ever fucking seen. <laughs> this does not have the same kind of fucking ending. She did not suck anybody off. She didn't take him to the back. None of that happened. Unfortunately, this guy, lo- I don't want to belittle it, this guy lost his fucking life for no fucking reason. Uh, I, I, this fucking sucks, man. Like, look, this is, it's all bad, and um, Minnesota's going through some shit. Like, <laughs> All of the, the George Floyd is still uh, uh, for, uh, not George, George Floyd. Floyd. Let me get it straight. Chauvin trial is going on for the murder of George Floyd is still going on in Minnesota. We don't have a verdict on that quite yet. Um, there's been way too many incidents going on in Minnesota, and too many black men calling it what exactly what it is, just losing their lives over absolutely fucking nothing. Well, I mean, it's it's not even just you know in Minnesota I mean we, we just gave other instances that were not in Minnesota one was in South Carolina the other one was I sure. was in Virginia. fucking Virginia yeah. yeah it's just like and we still get people that you don't believe that racism is is alive in America it's just like dude like if you if you don't see it now um I hope someday you do so you can correct yourself and like really pay attention like what how the fuck you're treating people 
Um, but it's wrong. It, it really needs to stop. And America is going to keep going backwards. We're going to go the way of Rome already. Like, we're already going down that fucking road. Um, having, uh, you know, the minority populations that do the vast majority of, you know, hard labor jobs in America, continuing to live, continuing, continuing to live the lives in fear from law enforcement, um, is not a good look. You know, it, it, and it's not a good way that um, we continue to be a, a society that can advance that can advance ourselves when we treat other people that don't look like us like fucking garbage. So, agree. Yeah, and it just it's it needs to. I don't give a fuck how it stops. Well, on some level, I do care. I don't want every fucking white person to die. Obviously, that that's obviously extreme, but it needs to stop. And I, I don't know if America is prepared to like really take the steps necessary to make it stop, you know? But if, if, you know, through either legislation or a community uprising or just, you know, people actually being better, if, if, if those gentle steps don't happen, then America is going to have a fucking gigantic problem on their hands. And you mean the Kylie, what, Gen- Kylie Jenner with the Pepsi ain't going to help? No, no. Like none, <laughs> that's just, it's not gonna, like you can't, you can't keep doing this and expect us to just keep accepting it, except just getting shit on, you know, on a daily basis. Because, like I said, it's 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 a continuing vortex of fucking bullshit here in America. Like living here as a minority of people, you know, as a person of color, it's fucked up. And it's something I want to highlight. Something that actually uh, Prodigy talked about on on I think Facebook a couple of days ago. Something that I realized kind of a while ago. So okay. when Black Lives Matter first happened, what happened? You got all these people like, oh, you know, all lives matter. Mm-hmm. Recently, we've had, you know, stop Asian hate movement. Where the fuck is the stop all hate movement? <laughs> where is it? Like, seriously, where is the stop, stop all hate movement? You motherfuckers, the problem, what people are showing me is that the real problem is the word black. That's mm-hmm. the problem. Yep. You don't give a fuck unless, you know, black people are... Are having a problem with something, and it's fucking wrong. And don't get me, and uh, don't get it twisted. Yeah, stop f- fucking with Asian people. Stop assaulting them, especially black people. All right, because I've seen a lot of black people assaulting uh, Asians, and it's it's fucking stupid. It's disgusting. Uh, I I get more angry when somebody uh, of African descent does it than somebody else, only because we go through um, a similar amount of fucking bullshit here in America if not more, so we should be more fucking um, compassionate when it comes to these sorts of issues. Okay. But, but like I said, at the same time, though, like, wh- where's, why is there no pushback against that movement? Why? Yeah. Yeah. That, all li- that all live stuff was, was going very, very strong and heavy. Um, Wait, sorry. I go ahead. No, no, go ahead, Blue. Sorry, you have got it. Uh, go ahead. Well, no, because... Um... I had to go check on 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 bash but um the whole reason why the guy was pulled over was because of he had a, he had a warrant for his arrest because he missed a payment on some petty like marijuana charges right is, or am i is that some some other story because i i get there's a lot of fucking stuff happening in the world i get my fucking stories confused what, what did you say i missed that sorry no so the guy who got stopped by the police officer who was shot by uh officer karen um officer karen. no it wasn't karen oh uh, uh, we just call it karen. karen fuck it Damn. Well, people have called her. People have called her Officer Karen online. 
But no, like the whole reason why he was stopped was for petty charge, like because he had a he had a warrant for his arrest, right? And like his warrant was for like you know failure failure to make payments on some petty crime he did when he was a teenager. I thought it was thought, uh, he's accused of choking and robbing a woman. Uh, if it says at gunpoint, then yeah, at gunpoint. Okay. That was a, that's what he was accused of. So okay, I don't. I must get my stories confused. Whether it's true, I don't know. There's no fucking trial. Like obviously, we, we don't we don't know the other side of the story. Um, nope. So I, I'm neutral on, on either end. Either way, though, yeah, it's not worth shooting somebody on site. E- I will say this: some of these hoes like getting choked. I'm serious. <laughs> oh. God damn! I always keep that bat on me, yo. You never know. <laughs> Nobody caught that. Okay. Okay. Keeps his bat okay. On. Okay. You you know we could go on and on. Um, oh, co- there, well, fu- way okay, too many fucking so incidents. This is from Fox go News, ahead. so I don't even know if this is even fucking true. It's from Fox News because you know what they try to do is anytime somebody fucking, <sighs> anytime a black man gets fucking killed for whatever reason unarmed, they try to b- mm-hmm. bring up anything. Oh well, you know, he didn't take a shower on Tuesday, or mm-hmm. you know, it's just like why are you going? And, and then meanwhile. You know, when somebody white is a mass fucking shooter, they try to show, oh, he's just you know misguided youth. It's like it's like the guy who shot up like the that Asian that killed a bunch of Asian people. They yeah, said like, oh, oh he had a bad fucking day. Are you yeah. fucking serious? Like, are, he was dealing with sex addiction and this and that and this and that. It's like he killed innocent fucking people. Yeah, they they might have been sex workers, but not all of them were sex workers. He killed fucking innocent people on top of that. Like, fuck you, mm. fuck whatever you fucking saying. Stop fucking hating on Asian people like this. That when I heard that story, when I heard that story, and then heard the officers say like, "Oh, he was just having a bad day." I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me? He murdered fucking people!" Like, come on, like, shut the fuck it, up, it, that it, bullshit. It wasn't even they weren't proven to be sex workers; they were massage therapists. Yeah, because like, he went to massage parlors. He didn't go to an adult bookstore. He didn't go to the plethora of strip clubs that are in Atlanta. He went to a massage therapist. He went to three of them, and they intercepted him on his way to Florida to more massage parlors by his own admins. Yep. So. Arrested alive. Yeah. No shots fired. Nothing. And he just killed eight people. They didn't approach him as as if he was a threat. They were just like, oh, you must be a nice boy from this this area. Are you feeling okay, son? We got to take you in. We got to take you in. Yeah, but if you're, you know, like a young black male walking through a suburban area and you see a nice white lady and you say hi, all of a sudden, what the fuck are you doing here, kid? You in the wrong neighborhood. Don't fucking look at me. Don't look at my fucking wife. Keep on stepping. Well, Go now. You know what's insane to me is the whole, like, expired tags or expired license plate, expired registration, whatever. Uh, during the time of COVID, that's fucking common. Because a lot of DMVs shut the fuck down because of COVID, and it, uh, unless you have the, unless you have you know internet and you know know how to fucking use it online, there's a high likelihood that you literally could not get your tags during this time. And I, I believe I read a story that a lot of departments know that, and so they're going they're being more lenient on shit like that because literally people did not have time to get tags because of COVID. Don't forget. Uh, you know, as a side note, on top of that, the fucking post office has been on some serious bullshit yeah. from back in the Trump days till right fucking now. Mm-hmm. I literally mailed some books 
to a friend of mine in Sacramento. That shit took three and a half fucking weeks. Holy to get there. shit! I was like, yeah, <laughs> bro, bro, you could have you could have driven there, there and yeah. been back in the same fucking day. Not dude, I was about to re- <laughs> repurchase the books because I was like, dude, you didn't get them yet. And and it's like like when I tried to get my uh, my tags for my fucking car. I was almost late for uh, my own registration because it was like it just didn't come in the mail till fucking way later. Shit, That's weird because I got my tags right away. Like the moment I got it in the mail because I got it two months in advance. I did it like within that time. So I'm like, this is probably going to come maybe just before like it's due. And it came back in like three and a half weeks. So I, I maybe I got lucky. Yeah, I, I'm I pretty know, sure Sacramento is like less than 100 miles away. Yeah, yeah about 100, yeah, 175. Yeah. No, not seems kind of far. It's about like ninety to hundred. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah, you you could have driven there and been back in the same day. I e- fucking know. easily. You could have been back in fucking like four less than four hours. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He would have been back in four hours or less. It, it probably been... would. Well, no, it'll cost you more in gas. But like, since Still. we're talking about since we're talking about deliveries, can we talk about Cronus's package that you received? <laughs> you get a dildo? Wait, what's going on? What, what happened? Did I miss something? Wait, wait, what did you did you receive a package and like the box was down there oh, torn the shit? Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, yeah, I got it. it was fucked up because it was like full of like food shit. And oh, okay. oh shit. Like so it was literally full of food and the the box was so damaged, they literally taped it back together and had the audacity to still deliver it to me. Shit's all fucking crushed inside. <laughs> Cookie fucking thing is all fucking destroyed. There's bits of fucking everything in the fucking box. I'm just why wouldn't you just send it back? Like, oh, you know what? The back, this package is fucked up. It looks like it got ran over, legit ran over, and they still <laughs> delivered it to me, taped up. How fucking dare you? There you go. <laughs> when, when I saw that shit, I was fucking just dying laughing. It makes me think of all the fucking videos I've seen of like FedEx or UPS drivers just fucking booting their fucking packages onto somebody's fucking lawn. Oh <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, I, I think it was a. Uh, was it I'm gonna get you sucker or no don't be a menace to that central wall drinking a juice in the hood where like he, he throws a fucking patch on the ground just fucking drive over it like several fucking times before throwing it inside of the fucking car yep uh, let's, switch, movie. let's switch it up a, a, a little bit we gotta get to some fun stuff yeah uh, Stitch, Stitch you still with us right nah he no? dropped off well, we did drop off okay um let's god damn I waited over two weeks now everybody saw this Zilla versus Kong right I haven't watched it yet. What, I'm sorry, what was that, uh, Blue? I'm behind. I haven't, I haven't had a chance to watch it. I want to wa- watch it with Fuck this. your feeling. Uh, you going to get this spoiled today. I done waited two nah, weeks, goddammit. I was going to watch it because the Swedish and I, we started watching it, and we're like, dude, I don't understand what the fuck's going on. So we went back and watched the first three movies, and they were actually gotcha. really fucking good. But I mean, I've been going to it because, I mean, I already yeah. know what. I basically, it's, it's been two weeks, and it's been spoiled for me already. I know who fucking who wins. Fit. I, I, to me, this is one of my my favorite ones. Alden, did you want to set it up real quick? No, no, no. you're you're already been you're more hyped about it this week than I, I kind of died down. But go ahead. Give I was so me. I was so fucking hyped about this. This is the 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 thriller in Manila. This is like this big fucking fight. Obviously, we got Godzilla from uh, all of his prior movies, most recently the 2014 and the uh, King of the Monsters, and then we got uh, Kong from Skull Island. Uh, although he's mutated and probably gotten a little fucking bigger. Um, in this one, I don't even know the name of the director. Maybe you can pull that up while I'm while I'm chatting about it. In this know. one, it's mostly a fucking King Kong movie. You yeah. get like you you see him, you know, in, in this dome with like little deaf girl doing sign language and throwing up, you know, crip stuff to her. And um, 
he's uh, he, like he he has some like emotions. You know what I mean? He, it, at one point, he's actually being able to communicate to the deaf girl through sign language. So the um, director is uh, Adam Winger. Cool. He, he put together something kind of fun, and then in in this, you also have. Uh, kind of like a story of them trying to get Kong out of this dome and over to be- basically back home to where he's from, which is like the upside down. Well, and that's the part that, that confused me. It was like I remember in in, in Kong Kong Skull Island, like he was on a fucking island. Like how the fuck did they they capture him? Like I I don't I don't I haven't watched a full movie. I only got like halfway through. And I was like, how the fuck did Kong get... That's why I stopped watching. I was like, how did, how did they capture Kong? Like, how... last thing I saw, Samuel Jackson was like, I'm tired of these goddamn monkeys on my goddamn island and some shit like that. But like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how Kong got captured. I can't I mean, remember. The, go ahead. Go ahead, Older. Yeah. Did you say... Yeah, I, I don't remember if they do or not. I think they should. They did not watch the movie I mean, over again. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember. But they Kong should... Kong all of them. So they, should, they do sedate him in um, uh, Godzilla vs. Kong. So I'm pretty yeah. sure it's probably the same way, but they move him to a different habitat. And he, yeah. and uh, he before I throw it back to Prodigy, he knows that he's not at home. Exactly. Wait a minute. Um, fuck this director uh, because he was the director for Netflix's Death Note, which was... Oh, the live action one? The live action yeah. one. Yeah, that uh, shit. Doo-doo garbage. Well, he, he done came up since then. Yeah, and uh, he's actually picked. They're tapping him to direct the live-action Thundercats movie, so we'll see. what oh, happens. I don't know about that one. We we yeah. had a Caps movie, and that one did, that one looked awful with that CGI. Is not, that's not the same fucking shit. <laughs> not I saw the one Cats buttholes too. It was hey, you know what? I gotta give this. Uh, even though he did Death Note, I gotta give him props. He did the first VHS movie, which was stellar yeah, for a horror good. film. That's a good one. Yeah, way back in the day. But but anyway, so you get Kong on a fucking boat. Uh, they're trying to get him to uh, to his his fucking upside down home, and he's chained up and shit. You find out he can he likes to eat fish. He likes to fucking do the uh, deaf signature fucking communication with a little deaf girl, and all of a sudden, Godzilla come through. Godzilla's like, I heard you've been talking all that fucking shit. You in my goddamn water. I hear you. He gives him not a fucking moment to breathe on that shit. He's on. He, uh, basically, Kong is on a goddamn like Navy carrier, and there's a whole like four or five other fucking boats with him and shit. Godzilla gave no fucks. Everything's getting knocked out. Everything's going down. He literally drowned that fucking monkey right off the fucking back in that movie. <laughs> You know, um, that was like round one for this shit. Then uh, later on, when they're in fucking Hong Kong, uh, it's on it's on land. And Godzilla hands this motherfucking monkey his fucking ass again. The shit with the fucking thumbs or the goddamn uh, uh, he has Thor's fucking hammer, which is one of uh, Godzilla's dorsal fins or whatever. And it blocks radiation. None of that did shit like full fucking stop. Godzilla put that work in on him on land. Even worse, this motherfucking monkey was on a goddamn defibrillator. The humans had to save him three goddamn times from Godzilla. He was dead. Oh, oh am I lying, old danger? I can't hear you. Yeah, you muted. Man. Sorry, I was uh, I was on mute. My bad. Uh, he was about to die. 
he was literally knocking on death's door and he had to get defib to come back up so and then uh i mean you can i break it down into like if you watch it's like monster wrestlemania right because there's like three rounds pretty much mm -hmm. there's round I, i'd say that round one went to godzilla round two went to kong round three went to godzilla and then you get a bonus round what was this round that went to kong what the middle what, one. What movie did you watch the middle one kind of Khan kind of put a little bit of hurt on him because they but they both went down so but you know Godzilla was never knocked out <laughs> like, he was, no he wasn't knocked out but he was knocked out he so. he got Khan got a few punches in I will give him that he blocked a few fucking radiation breath uh, attacks and shit but Godzilla was in full control and then towards the goddamn end Zilla got his fucking foot on his goddamn chest roaring at him letting him know hey bitch i heard you still got fight left in you you got heart but you ain't goddamn shit monkey Pretty fucking much. monkey that took was all three. the l's yeah it was round three and then he walks away godzilla's like oh i'm the king bitch and then he walks away and then he's like hey there's new bitch in town i gotta go whip his ass too <laughs> like this was this was a, as decisive as you can get some of the kong fans trying to save face will say Oh well, well, uh, the goddamn uh, the monkey and Godzilla teamed up against Mecha Godzilla, and I'm like, okay, they did tag team them together. I'll give you that. You know hey, what I mean? Bonus, bonus round, like that. That said. was bonus. That was bonus round. But one on one in the true uh, marquee fucking fight, Godzilla three, King Kong a big ass goose egg in terms <laughs> of knockouts. Mm, I would say he two did, to one. He did. He didn't knock him out for shit. No, he knocked him down, but not knocked him out. So I, I, it, I, I would say two to one. But if this if this was tennis, he would have had all the love. <laughs> <laughs> if, you, if you don't play tennis, if you have love, then you you have zero points. They tried to make us care more about Kong because you know he has more personality. He's got he's going home and all of that other stuff, and he has way more interactions with the humans. He also has less films. Godzilla has technically two films, so one of one above Kong, so yeah, yeah. But I mean, and, in terms of battling, <laughs> like this one close. With all the Kong movies, they're all Kong. All the Kong movies, they're they're pretty much all the same. They go to an island, they take this monkey back to the world, they show him off. He gets angry, he grabs a white girl, climbs up a tower. Like that's all we know about fucking Kong. <laughs> Where Godzilla's out there fucking killing motherfuckers, like like claiming claiming sets and shit, like fucking like Tupac and the fucking rest of the West Coast what rappers are you talking about? and shit. But like, occasionally, but, King Kong. Climbs up scaffolding, steals a princess, and throws barrels on plumbers. Oh, like, what, are you, what are you talking about? Like, yeah. this, this that's how well. we got Mario Brothers. Yeah. Damn. Damn. But yeah, this I'll, I'll say this too. This movie had a lot of fucking uh, comedy into it as well. Like the the guy Paperboy from Atlanta uh, was all over this. I thought his scenes with uh, uh, Eleven from uh, Stranger Things were fucking hilarious because he's a conspiracy theory guy. Um, the humans didn't get in the fucking way too much, which I appreciated. I fucking give this movie like a fucking nine out of ten. This was a fun, fun monster movie. You know, Super that's kind, of, that's kind of what I got from watching the other Godzilla movies. It's like they kept like cutting back to the to the humans, and I'm like, I don't give a fuck about any of these goddamn people, especially <laughs> yeah. when, it, when it was King of Monsters. I was like, Millie Bobby Brown, she been she should have been dead like ten times in like the first <laughs> like a five minute fucking scene. Like yeah. I just wanna see Godzilla and and was it Megalodon? Is that who he was fighting? Uh, uh he was fighting. Mothra? 
No, no Mothra was a good. Mothra is always in Mothra. They call him King Ghidra. Yeah, 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 yeah like yeah. I just want to see them fucking fight. I didn't, I didn't care about like Millie Bob Bomb and and fucking her mom. Like I don't get, I didn't care. Yeah, they, I just want to see yeah. this fight. This is like the, the general consensus of these new monster movies is that nobody gives a shit about the humans. Like, yeah, about the fucking monsters. I mean, the, the humans are fucking stupid in the film. They do stupid shit. They do real stupid shit. They make stupid decisions. They like, they're literally in the way. And even in this, I felt like for the most part, for the first three quarters of the humans, the humans were, or, or the movie, the humans were tolerable. And then they start doing stupid shit towards the end. No, I'm I just fuck, like, fuck, fuck all y'all need shit. to die already. It, fucking someone step on them. It's literally like watching like a porn movie and there's like way too much fucking dialogue. Like, get to the fucking action. <laughs> like, well, I don't give a fuck about the dialogue. I don't go, oh, I need to fucking have my, my, my pipes checked. Fuck that. Start fucking. All right. That's what you do in monster movies. I'll give yeah. you a, a great example of a franchise that knows what the fuck to do and how to do it and to give the people what the fuck they want. All right. Fast and the Furious. Number nine's coming out. I don't oh, give a shit. shit. I'm going to watch it. Might be the first movie I watch in the theaters in a long ass fucking time. But uh, I love all of them because you know what they do? They know the formula. They know what the fuck their viewers want and they give it to them. This time, mm-hmm. they got cars and goddamn magnets. They got flying cars and shit. Yeah, they got but... magnets fucking pulling up other cars. They got all kinds of fucking crazy shit going on. I'm just saying, that's what we want. We want to see the most ridiculous shit as possible in a goddamn car movie. And they give it to us every single time. And every single time, like, the critics are like, oh, this is so ridiculous. You know what they say? Fuck you. We're going to go more yeah, ridiculous. Exactly. This is, We're giving the people I... what they want. God. I, was, so, I yeah. wanted to talk about the trailer, too, because that trailer was fucking... Yeah, that shit was so fucking off the wall and like typical fucking Fast and Furious shit. But like, with with the whole Godzilla thing, like with the humans, it's like like even with um, oh god, what's the guy's name? Something Wak Wakanawa? I think of his name. Like they made him like the they made him like the stereotypical like Japanese person who like he's the only one that called him like like Jot. He didn't call him Godzilla, but he said like the Asian version of saying Godzilla. Godzilla. Yeah, and it was like. It was so cheesy that they had him say it that way. It's like everybody else called him Godzilla, and he's the only one that called him like Dilla. And it's like that's so fucking weird. Like I don't, I don't know. It just, it just, it just took away, it took it away from me. But then also they had like uh, Zazzy Yi in there, and like once again she's playing a Japanese character, even though she's Chinese, which is yeah. always fucking weird. <laughs> it is weird, but I mean, it is what it is. I mean, we, we, the thing we, we is, have... I mean. They call him Gogeta because that's his name in Japanese. I mean, he's a kaiju, and that's the name they give him. It's also him, the so name of a badass respect. metal band. I'm just saying. Yeah, oh, and, they like, pay, and they pay <laughs> respect to that. So. It's interesting because in the subtitles, they spell it the Japanese way when he yeah. says it. But when, when Americans say it, they spell it the Godzilla way, like G-O-D. Yeah, yeah. I, I just thought it was weird. That's, that is historic. I mean, it's been that way since the, what, the fucking... 50s when she came out so i'm gonna i'm gonna say with the whole uh chinese actors playing japanese characters and whatnot i mean we've had a shit ton of british actors come over uh, here and pretend to be american all the fucking time i literally over this weekend i just saw daniel craig and knives out with a, a southern accent and he knocked it out of mm-hmm. the park so oh, yeah, it's, uh, you know it's a great film so you know uh, speaking of which jumping on the back of this so the fucking the fucking amazing ass fucking TV series Warrior. Thank you, brothers, oh, for God, it's introducing so good. to it. Yeah, we got an announcement that they're gonna do a fucking third season. So originally the show was on Cinemax. 
now I guess they're going to move directly to HBO Max. So if you watch the whole episode to completion, at the very end, they interview the cast. About 80% of the fucking cast is British. Mm-hmm. Like, including the, like, Asian fighters. A lot of them are fucking British. They have British accents, which fucked me up. Yep. I was like, what the fuck? What the fuck is happening here? Like, maybe two people on there are, like, one's Canadian and one's American. Everybody you know, else is, like, British. You know what's hilarious to me? This is one of the reasons why. The, <laughs> it's a critique of the show, but I love that, that they actually take the time to do it. Um, is when they're talking in when you're first watching like the first season, when they start going speaking in uh, Cantonese, and then they have like the whole like weird sound and they put it into English, so yeah. we know they're speaking Cantonese and not actually English. But then when you when they're talking when the all the Chinese uh, folks are are talking, they have like a normal, sorry normal they have American accents. <laughs> Some of them have great voices too, like the Chow. That dude's fucking voice is dope, and he's also one of our favorite characters, like of all time. Chow is fucking dope. Anyway, but then when they uh, talk to like the Americans and the Irish cops and all that stuff, um, like the way they change like their accents to like seem like super kind of racist Asian accent. You know what I mean? Like yeah, it's, it's like, like it's really interesting English, to me. Yeah. yeah. It's like, I, I, and I love... they go hard with it too. Oh yeah, yeah. They act like they struggle with the language, and I'm just like, holy shit! That just to me, that just shows the range of their acting skills. Yeah, yeah. I, that's what you're gonna talk about. Yeah, the, the show is is so fucking good. Like, I don't yeah. think people, anybody that's listening to this podcast, watch Warrior. Um, it's one of the best shows on TV right now. Um, I'm still in like halfway through season two. But every oh, single shit. episode, I fucking blazed. Yeah, shit. well, I got a kid, man. <laughs> so I, I, know, we can't, I we can't watch Warrior just like, with her around because I got was watching. Yeah, I, I was watching one a day, and I was like, oh, I thought you guys had finished it, so no. I was trying to catch up because I wanted to talk about it, but I didn't know you didn't finish. I was like, fuck, I'm behind, and these motherfuckers already finished it. Like, what the fuck? You know what's interesting? If uh, I was watching Doja Cat has a new music video out there, I, I think she does a video with. I want to say Megan Thee Stallion, but I can't remember who she does the video with. But um, it's interesting because she she casts an Asian guy as the her main character, and he's like a hunky, good-looking Asian guy. And the Swedish and I were watching it, and she was like, "Wow, it's interesting that they have like a good-looking Asian guy in it." And I was like, "Oh yeah, it's the whole fear of the element thing. Like they're totally trying to get over that." And she's like, "Wait, what is that?" I'm like, <laughs> yeah. "I actually have to break it down to her." I'm like, "Yeah, because usually Asian people are just tight cast as." kung fu fucking master or some some soft little beta bitch type type people but like you know there's there's it's it you you see this all over in in mainly in like hollywood and media like they're they're always cast this way but to see like you know this hunky asian dude nice and chiseled and good looking like it's it's really rare to see that and like you know he's just another sex sex slave for them so that just shows him that shows that woman has more power too so that video is pretty powerful altogether. Yeah, it's 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 a very interesting time, especially you know here in America where we have this like very strange to me, mm. like anti Asian movement. It was Saza. Thanks, thanks, uh, uh, Clay Barton. He corrected SZA, me. SZA. 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 Yeah. SDA. Huh? That's not a fucking word. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> anyway, it's a very strange time, you know, here in, in America because there's like this really strange anti Asian movement. But then there's also like, god damn, there's a fucking skunk. Oh, this is gonna uh, fucking suck. I can smell it. It's not. Gonna... It's not a sticky icky. Oh god, it's it's already like <laughs> in my nostrils. Sticky icky. icky. Anyway, 
um, where we have like you know the anti-Asian movement, but then also we have like all these really good, um, like a mass movement of really good shows that are Asian shows that are Asian centric, where they're breaking stereotypes, and we also have cartoons and other things that are showing like oh these fucking skunk is really close. Anyway, it Uh-oh. like uh, if you watch uh, Raya and the Last Dragon, mm-hmm. like. My daughter loves that fucking movie. Like, loves it a lot. And there's, like, a bunch of other movies, too, that are, like, Asian-centric, uh, like, cartoons and stuff like that, that people are watching, they're enjoying. But then at the same time, you have, like, this this whole thing of, like, you know, fuck Asians because they gave us the coronavirus, which is not true, okay? Um, I, don't, I don't know why people are going out there and, like, assaulting Asians when, obviously, we... In America, we've loved Asian culture for, like, the longest time. And to like kind of discount that and show them all this hate when they've given us like a lot of really great things here in America, even just like from like infrastructure, Jesus Christ, like the vast majority of fucking railroads were built by, you know, Chinese labor and other Asian labor. Um, Oh, yep. Oh, and they talked about it in a way pretty heavily. Yeah. And people just, they need to like wake the fuck up and give them the respect that they deserve. I'm, I'm going to call it exactly what what this is, though. Let, let's be really, really clear on something. Can't dance around it. Trump literally kept all the way to the very end till Twitter kicked him off, till he got kicked out of the White House, talking about the China virus and all of that other stuff. Dude, and the Kung um, Flu and the... He, he, he completely normalized that on a literal presidential level. Like, yeah, you know, and- Fox News still just, fucking promote that shit as yeah, the still, China virus. The China virus be oh because it came from China. I'm like, well, I want to tell people like, are we gonna call racism the American virus? Even though racism is everywhere, but it seems to be prevalent in America. Well, like <laughs> it was bad. There was a I was embarrassed. I saw, I saw an article earlier t- uh, this week. Uh, one of my Asian friends on Facebook posted this, but like a motherfucker here in California got a license plate. Vanity plate that says, I think it, it basically said China or it said China flu for the license plate. Wow. And it's like, are you fucking serious? Like, how did they even get to fucking DMV? Like, what the fuck? And like, this this fucker literally has like a sticker that says Trump 2020, 2020, 2024, something like that. I don't know, but oh I was God. like, this, this is so fucking dumb. But fuck um, Fox News. Like, we talked about Fox News earlier, and I wanted to say this earlier, but like, you know. I've, like growing up, I always hear people saying like Fox News is like bad and this and that is that. But it sucks because like our local news channel here is Fox News, but it's like Fox, it's KQED Fox, and it's I've heard, I never, it's a, yeah, it's a Fox affiliate. It's a local, it's a local but I never, yeah. I never separated the two from it. I was like, no, oh. Fox News is good. We have like you yeah. know we have such and such, blah blah. And like once I learned about Fox News, like the actual like news channel, and I started watching them, I was like, okay, this is what people mean. Like Fox News doesn't make any goddamn fucking sense. What so fucking ever? Like the crazy shit that they post and talk about and this and that. It's like, whoa, this is. Yeah, guys make some. Of this... I feel like they make some of that shit up, but like they're always like on one side of the fucking arena when they should be like you know, in the middle. They should be bringing in both sides of the the, the news. Basically. Honestly, they're not even. So recently, Tucker, yeah, Tucker Carlson, like, I think it was last week, he was talking about, he gave the whole, like, white replacement thing on national TV. And it's like, bro, yep. these are literally white nationalists and racist, you know, neo-Nazi and Nazi ideas that you're just, this is out of the playbook. That whole, like, they will not replace, like, he was basically giving the argument of, 
if we have people from people that are being immigrants into America, they're they're taking our votes. He means white votes. This is coded language. Yep. They're taking our votes. They're diluting my vote by coming here because he's assuming that every single immigrant that comes here is going to vote um, Democrat, which is fucking ridiculous because. Um, name me a fucking Cuban that's a Democrat. Name me a fucking, you know, there's a whole bunch of uh, groups that are immigrants into America that that are staunchly fucking Republican. And so for that dude to come up there and be like, oh, well, they're, they're diluting my vote and our votes. He just means white votes because he wants them to all vote Republican, which is fucking bullshit. Which, I mean, if you want to vote Republican, that, it's fine. Like, I don't have a problem with that. But don't sit here and try to use some fucking bullshit codes and say, so like, they're, they're diluting my vote. Like, motherfucker, they're, it's literally impossible to dilute your vote. It's one vote, and it's only your one vote. And he even brought up, like, yep. it's, my, it's, it's, you know, my God-given right for, since uh, America has started that, one, you know, only one vote matters, my vote. And it's like, no, that's not the way that it was when, original, when America was first founded. History lesson, you stupid fuck. Unless you own land and wore a white man... You didn't have mm-hmm. a fucking vote. So if right. you were a white man and you didn't own land, you didn't get a vote anyway. And if you were any other thing other than a white man owning land, you didn't get a goddamn vote. So shut the fuck up about my vote matters and that's the way it's always been. Like, no, it, it hasn't always been like that. And people just, they have this weird fetization of the founding fathers that they got everything right from the first fucking get-go. Meanwhile, we have a whole bunch of amendments to the Constitution, you know, like... It wasn't perfect when it, when it was first originally devised. Like, we had slavery when it was first devised, and that was literally constitutional. And we had to amend that multiple times to get our goddamn rights back, or to get our actual rights. And people just wanted to ignore that. Oh, no, the Constitution's like, that's what I go by. You, you go by the Constitution and its amendments and your local laws. Shut the fuck up. When you talk about just the Constitution, guess what? The Constitution, the original Constitution... The Second Amendment wasn't in there. Yep. Nope. So where's your argument with that shit? You know, your freedom of speech wasn't in there. They had to amend that. There's a whole bunch of other things that were not in there that had to be constantly amended. It's a living document that should be um, constantly improved upon. And it hasn't been improved upon since, I think, I forget the podcast that we're talking about, but it's been at least 30 or 40 fucking years. Since it's been amended. And it's a long time coming. We've had all these issues. Jesus Christ. Just the fucking issues with trans and uh, gay people. That needs to be a fucking amendment for that. Like an actual amendment just for them. To give them their actual proper rights. It needs to be there. Women aren't actually uh, recognized uh, as much as people want to believe in the Constitution either. But uh, And there's been a whole movement around that go ahead Blue. sorry no i was gonna say i, I just can't, i can't remember where, if i read this somewhere but like it might have been uh one of the audiobooks i listened to but like back in the day like when black people did have a vote where they can vote on some shit three they were considered like one fifth of a fucking person Th- three only three fifths three fifths yes it was and it's like are you no, and, and are, you, are you fucking serious hold on the, the three fifths thing actually was not voting the three fifths thing was because if somebody owned land the landowner they can count all their slaves as three-fifths of a person. And so mm. when they collected them all together, that would be their collected, the white person's vote, the actual plantation owner. Yep. So it, w- it had nothing to do with their actual, they could not vote. They were used mm. to empower the plantation owner to to empower their voting power. 
So there you go. Um, yeah, there's so much going on. Before I, I, I like how I we 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 like we like go on this like positive trend, and we just go back to this fucking like so hatred again. Like it, it, I don't even know how. We, I know we were talking about like the whole like chi hate the Chinaman type thing, and that's yeah. that's what led me down this led us down this fucking path. But yeah, the, uh, Warriors fucking dope ass show on, on Hulu, <laughs> Hulu on HBO Max. Uh, let's get into a little bit of Falcon Winter Soldier stuff. Uh, everybody saw the latest and greatest. Uh, uh, yes. Quite a bit of <laughs> quite a quite a bit of ass whooping on this one. <laughs> um, I loved it. Yeah, uh, actually, uh, or, or blue. Who who wants to set no, up? Old Ninja, you haven't talked in a minute. Go ahead. Uh, so yeah, Falcon Winter Soldier. So we are what more than three quarters through, or what? We only got two episodes left. Yeah. So we had a uh, a more action centric. Uh, actually, no. Cause, I mean, there's some stuff. Basically, uh, Sam Falcon, he wants to. Uh, find out you know the heart of why um uh, what's her name uh little red bone girl is doing what she's doing so uh we have a, a dollar store cap coming up and trying <laughs> to be like hey we need to apprehend her we need to do this and that uh you know we need to find out what's up uh and sam's like well i want to talk to her first and he brings up what he talked about in uh, winter soldier that he was um he was a counselor or, you know, he used to talk to vets and he wants to talk to her and find out what her goals are and try to talk her down. And they're like, well, because she did do a terrorist act just to put that. In yeah. And, the, and that was in the previous episode. She blew up yeah. a building that had people that were tied up with no means of escape and blew them to fucking burnt them up. If they, if they didn't blow up, they got burnt up. And she said, this is the only kind of like language that these other people i guess america or every, every other government understands what do you mean you people <laughs> <laughs> so sam wants to have like heart to heart find out what's going on uh their trail's kind of gone cold so they need uh zemo to try to go in and, and and pick up the trail so zemo they go to basically her hometown her or her home homestead i guess start asking around you know they're all trying to get get to know the people they're like you guys are americans we're not talking to you your kind doesn't it's basically not welcomed here like we know that you're trying to help but every time you try to help people die we're not trying to get more people high die because we're, we're surrounded by children and then zemo slick ass is like oh i'm gonna talk to the kids find out what's up i'm gonna get, I'm gonna so get goes, candy from a, as a stranger it's the kind of yeah. candy you smoke <laughs> from a pipe <laughs> So Zemo's talking to the kids, and the kids tell him, you know, their connection. And it's basically a woman that is kind of like uh, a grandmother to the uh, to the young lady. So they find out where her funeral is because everybody's basically, you know, going to pay their respects. And that's where Sam gets his chance to, to talk to her, try to talk her down. But then, like, uh, you know, Dollar Store Cap is like, oh, no, fuck that. Like, she needs to go down. Like, she blew up these people. I need to be a hero. I need to make a name for myself. Like, I need to go in there. And, like, Bucky is like, no, you need to wait. Let Sam do his thing. So, like, he's kind of... Sam's getting rapport with her, and then all of a sudden, he busts and says, all right, you need to come with us. Like, she's like, oh, you set this up? You try to get me all gushy and melty, and then you get your friends to beat me up? No, 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 no. And then, like, she fucking takes off. There's a little fight and shit, and then they're like, oh, what the fuck? Yeah, it's... 
you get you, you talk about the whole fucking the oh, what are they called? Dormilaji? The not yet. Dormilaji? Not yeah. yet. No, I haven't talked about the Dormilaji. Because I so, before that, right? No, no, it happens afterwards. Happens after. So after the fight, you know, they go to like their little safe haven. One last when they have a little discussion. They're like, "What the fuck are you doing?" Oh, you missed some Dollar shit. Oh, on. you missed some important what? shit. You missed something important. So, well, uh, uh, well, two things actually. So, the I forget her name, the red bone chick. She has super soldier Carly. serum. Carly, that's her oh, name. Oh, is it? Yeah, it is Carly. Yeah, yeah she go. has the super soldier serum on her, multiple vials of it. I think at least six. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. vials on her. She has, I think, four left. Is it six or four? I don't know. It Whatever. Definitely, she had a lot. It's, it's definitely Dude, more than one. Lot. So, oh, um, yeah. during the the fight, Baron Zemo catches up to her. Um, as she has the super soldier serum, super soldier serum on her, he sees it. He crushes almost all of them, and then um, the girls, Carly escapes, and then did he shoot her? Yeah, yeah he, he shoots shot her. her. Yeah, but she's she's fine. You know, she's good. <laughs> um, but anyway, that's when uh, fake Captain America. Uh, I'll I'll call him U.S. Agent. That's who the fuck he is. He catches up to to Baron Zemo and Carly and. Um, as she gets away, and he sees the the broken vials, and he sees one that is not broken, so he picks it up and he just stashes it away. And I did forget about that. Yeah, yeah, that that's so important. He stashes... Yeah, because yeah, that comes into play later. So they have a little meeting, and they're like, "What the fuck? What the fuck do you do, U.S. agent?" He's all, "Dude, she's wanted. We need to take her down." And then, fucking, they're surrounded. Dormilaji shows us, "All right, all right, Bucky, Zemo's time's up. We're taking him." And Zemo's sitting there drinking a scotch, like, oh, this is going to be interesting. And then, like, <laughs> U.S. agents, like, uh, y'all need to slow your roll. Like, Zemo's working for us. Dormilaje does not have fucking jurisdiction here. I, I, I love this part. I'm the, big, I'm the big dick here. Dick drive this car and not pussy. And they're like, oh, really? Is that what you think? <laughs> and then, boom, fucking fight comes out. And whoa, then, whoa, 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 yeah, whoa. Yeah, you got to play your shit right. Whoa, whoa. Fake cap. Put his hands oh. on the shoulder of Dora Malaji Okoya. Is that was no, that the it's one? Not, it's not, it's uh, Ayo. Believe it or not. Ayo. Put the hand on the shoulder after he said that jurisdiction line, and that's when shit got real. And, and that's when U.S. Agent joined the hashtag Me Too movement. Hashtag Me Too the mass <laughs> work. <laughs> Yeah, so shit goes down. There's a huge fight, and then fucking U.S. agent gets his ass fucking whooped. And Bucky and Sam are watching, and Sam's like, hey, should we do something? And, like, Bucky's like, uh, use your shoulder or something. He, like, offers advice. But Bucky and Zemo are drinking while they're watching uh, Battlestar and U.S. agent get their ass whooped. And uh, he's fucking just getting beat up. And then, like, one of the last few things... Bucky's like gets in. He's like, all right, I can't have you kill him. And they're like, well, you're in our way. We're going to fuck you up, too. And so they start fighting. And then fucking uh, Ayo, she control all the leads on fucking Bucky's arm. Yeah, that's just Bucky, Bucky's arm falls like off his face. He like looks at her like, what the fuck did just She's all, happen? oh, I'm crippled like, again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh. yeah. So it's just like, holy shit. And then they like they knock down a U.S. agent and then. They're about to leave with like the shield. They pick up the shield and they're about to like kind of walk out. And I thought they were going to get the arm too. But then like AO's like, just leave it. 
because in the fight, Baron Zemo slowly backs out with after finishing his scotch and goes through the fucking sewer drain and is out Just like a thief in the night. And this, go ahead. This was an excellent kind of fucking reminder about the Wakandans mm -hmm. never uh, pussyfooting around of the fact that, you know, that UN bombing uh, in Civil War that killed King T'Chaka. Uh, they take that fucking seriously. And even alluding to the whole thing with uh, Claw from Black Panther and from what, way back in Age of Ultron, stealing vibranium is sheer, serious shit to the Wakandans. And even if they let you borrow uh, vibranium, it's still serious shit. Like, still there. like it, it's still ours. We're letting you hold it and never fucking forget that this belongs to us. It's our fucking birthright. Yeah, well, but like, the fact that she, like, she, she stepped on the shield, like, how Captain used to do it. Like, she stepped on the shield and fucking caught her. She was like, I'm the Captain now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. Let's, I mean, they're about to fucking leave and like fucking. Hold on, hold on. Let, on let, let's get in here. Hold on, hold on. Go, go ahead, yeah. So what's interesting to me is like I like that they're getting more into the, uh, you know, Wakandan lore. Um, but the the crazy thing for me is that we're, we've been introduced to the uh, the Dormelage for a while now, right? We we all know that they're badasses. But we've also talked about how Bucky is supposed to be the White Wolf. Well, if you talk about the White Wolf. There's been zero mentions of the Hatu Zaraze throughout any of the MCU. And he's yep. supposed to basically if you're if he's the White Wolf, he's supposed to be basically the chieftain of the, the Wakandan secret police, who's the Hatu Zaraze. I don't know how to pronounce it. I'm pretty sure I'm saying it right. I've only read mm -hmm. it. So um him that's one of the reasons why he was not going as hard as he could against the Dormalaji. I'm not gonna say he could have won, but he likely would have won. If he was really fighting them, because they they all know each other's fighting oh, styles. Yeah, Bucky, because he's he's the he should be the chieftain of their secret police. And I'm interested to see like if they're gonna go more and more down the Wakandan lore and like introducing them because that that's like a huge deal for them, like their secret police and like really policing their own and shit like that. I um, mean, having like a white guy um, running uh, basically a government secret entity of fucking badasses. Um, so if you start seeing people that are in like um, Black Panther-like suits, but all white, which hopefully we'll see that, that's the Hatu Zaraze. And I, I agree with you. You're definitely up on the comic lore, and I, I did read that as well. The only distinction I will make is that in the comics, it is not Bucky Barnes no, as no. that character. It's not. So no, but that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like the, the, he's in. They gave him the name. So I'm just like, yeah, if they exactly. give him the name, then I expect him to have like everything else that comes with it. So, and he yeah. he was in Wakanda for a while. So, that's yeah, very true. But the the actual um, the actual White Wolf, he actually grew up with uh, T'Challa. T'Challa. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So, uh, is it true? Because I haven't read this, but they don't give a name to the White Wolf. Like, do you even see his face or whatnot? No, he has, he has a name. Do, right? Yeah, he does. Um, okay. I'd have to look it up, but he definitely has a name. Um, and they actually, he considers T'Challa and the White Wolf consider themselves brothers in the comics. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So I think even in the Wakanda, the Avengers season, uh, animated season that was all in Wakanda, Wakanda War or something. I think he's in there too. But yeah, yeah. I uh, the, and it, you you see his face in the comic or no? Yeah, I'm point, pretty yeah. sure they do because a, a priest yeah. was writing the the story back then. Um, I'm when, pretty sure too. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was Priest who introduced that character. But uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure you see his face. I mean, I'll, I'll look it up real quick. But yeah. 
Um, so we have the thing. We have the fallout. Dormilaje fucking punks uh, Battlestar and the U.S. agent. Uh, Bucky gets uh, demasculated, and Zemo's in the wind. So wait, wait, you you skip over one huge fucking part. Basically, uh, knockout Captain America is sitting there fucking crying like a little bitch, saying like. They kicked my ass. Well, and no, they he, have super serum powers. Yeah, he said they weren't super soldiers, and that's the point. Yeah, he's a little yeah, bitch. Yeah, just right there. Yeah, that's the point. He got his ass kicked, and he's like, "There weren't even super soldiers, and I just got my ass whooped." And you know, we don't we don't see it, but later on, we we pretty much know what fucking happened. So, uh, shit. Exactly right after, there's kind of a... They're basically on the hunt for Carly again. They don't want her blowing shit up anymore. They want shit fucking happening. And they're basically trying to chase her on. Fucking Bucky and Sam suit up. And, like, we got Sharon for a little bit. Kind of running ops. Just a little bit. And then we uh, we get another fight. So this is where U.S. Agent catches up with Carly. He's, like, fighting her super soldiers. And then, like, you see him... Throwing people downstairs where their backs are getting blown out against the wall. We see him punching like holes through walls cut or through pylons or whatnot. So it looks like he took the super soldier soon. And we see Sam and Bucky fighting alongside and they show up and Sam sees US agent throwing these guys around and he's like, Well, what did you do? What happened? And we see Carly fight uh Battlestar. She kicks him into a pylon, basically breaking his back, killing him. And yep. U.S. agent sees this, and he loses it. Like, you can see he's out for blood. He's trying to fucking kill everything and everyone in his way. He's trying to go hard, battle everybody. And he ends up getting one of uh, Carly's soldiers out into, like, a, a town square or whatnot. Beats his ass. The guy pleads, like, hey, stop, stop. You know, and then fucking we have this crazy moment where everyone's watching Sam, Bucky, and Carly... And we see U.S. agent with Captain America's shield decapitate somebody. Like, you don't see the head come off, but you see it's implied very heavily. No, his head didn't come off. His head didn't come off? I think, he's, 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 I think he would crush his chest because after he he had the bloody shield, he pulled it up and they showed his bloody shield and they showed the body and the head was definitely still attached. I, I, I got the impression he was bludgeoned to death with the fucking shield. Yeah, but I got that. One way or another, there was a there was basically a murder. That was yeah, the point. basically killed him. Yeah. It, yeah, in front of like almost the whole town, like everybody saw, everybody saw him kill this person, and with, with cell phones out. Yeah, with cell, and he didn't care. Like Wyatt didn't care. He's like, I know I'm being filmed, but I'm fucking Captain America, and he puts his shield back on his arm. And stands up like he did something. You know what they should have done? Shield. You know what they should have done at, the, at that scene? They should have played This is America. Oh, <laughs> Don't get you slipping up. <laughs> that's all bad, but they're not in America. They're, they're in Europe, though. But that, that's but what made yeah. the full, whole jurisdiction... Uh, the jurisdiction stuff hilarious to me. They're in fucking Europe and shit. He's like, you don't have jurisdiction here. And Ayo's <laughs> like, the Dora Malaji have jurisdiction wherever the Dora Malaji find themselves, motherfucker. Yeah. And it also told me that, like, he has no idea of just any type of context of, okay, the, to the Wakandans, it might as well have been yesterday that you killed their king. Yeah. You know, like, you know, it, it's going down. This is this is someone who we are going to take care of. And the other thing that was implied to me, I saw this on Twitter and I kind of agree with it. It 
there was implication that T'Challa was really the one that saved Zemo's fucking life at the end of a civil war. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and, I mean, and that T'Challa told all of the Wakandan, you know, secret police and Dora Milaje, everybody, stand down on this Zemo guy, even though he did what, he, what we all know he did. Like, stand the fuck down. So, dude, but once he's out, all bets are off. I mean, he, in Civil War, Zemo tries to kill himself. Yep. And T'Challa's there. He puts his hand on the gun where he fires into the suit. And uh, he's like, nope. He's all, you're going to meet, you're going to meet international law. I'm going to turn you over. He could have brought him to Wakanda, but he didn't. He turned him over to the UN. Yeah. And... So you, that's when that's when they decided to open their borders, you know, because he he fought alongside other heroes. And he's like, well, it's time that we open up and, you know, be more. I mean, this is after in Black Panther, like he's like, oh, we're going to, you know, open our borders, going to share with you guys because we shared Zima with you all. Yeah, there's there's been like some serious nerd, converse, nerd conversations on what villain did the most damage in the MCU. And I'm going to say that it's likely Baron Zemo. I mean, because, yeah. yeah, Thanos did theoretically the most damage, but actually he didn't because it all got reversed, right? So th there's ling lingering damage from, like, what he did and people coming back, but those are things that are easily fixed, you know, through economics and other means that people are trying to fix. What Baron Zemo did is he caused a strife within the heroes that are that's still not fucking fixed. And he's mm -hmm. still fucking with them. And he's still showing them that, you know, um, what you're doing might not be right. Um, and you might not be on the right side. And, like, there's a lot of... There's some validity to his whole argument. So, to me, as far as, like, as a villain goes, he's doing a better job at being a villain because um, people are actually sort of rooting for him. On like, yep. and, but, and, they're, and they're forgetting, like, all the bad shit that he did. You know, they, they forget that he literally was the person that got... You know, um, T'Chaka killed. Mm -hmm. That he got, he started civil war. You know, mm -hmm. he he caused a major rift within all the heroes in, you know, the MCU, and he's still alive. He still has schemes, and he's still working on those schemes to this day. Thanos is gone. Everything that yep. he did got fucking yeah. reversed. Everything he did got reversed, and I fucking love Thanos. Y'all know that shit, but everything yep. he did got reversed. Wait, well, was I'm, being. Uh, Sorry, I, I stepped away for a bit, but like with with Bino or oh, I can't remember Zemo. Did you call this man Bino? <laughs> Bimo. Yeah, I don't he like said Bimo, guy. like in the background, and is like right behind him. <laughs> Bimo. But no, like Damn. he also he also calls to the whole uh, what's the name of Accords to take place, like Sokovia. Yeah, because Sokovia so Accords. Like, yeah, he he basically is the reason why that shit even fucking exists. I, will... uh, I I would argue that the Avengers are the reason why the Accords exist, but. Well, I, I, I'm going to say this. Um, I didn't love him in Civil War. You know, he was obviously the main bad guy, but I appreciate, him, I, I appreciate him much more in this. He, he's stealing scenes. I think he's he's more interesting than either Sam or Bucky, to be very honest with you. And it's their fucking show. So he, he, he's great in this. Um, and, and in terms of uh, Zemo in general, I love, and it was a quick line, but I love when he was just like, you know, when my country got fucking destroyed, you know, there was this one memorial. There's only this memorial left. Did the Avengers even visit? Of course not. 
And I was like, God <laughs> damn, that's a really good line. Yeah. And it was just like a dismissive throwaway line, but it was telling of you guys do all of this shit. And, you know, to us normal human beings, it doesn't seem like you give a single solitary fuck about us. And that was cool. Yeah, uh, the thing about Zemo is he's always trying to remind them that there's collateral damage, and those and that damage is people's lives. Yeah. And he's like, "You guys keep doing what you're doing, but you don't think about how it affects other people." And he's all, "He's all, I'm basically here to remind you. And if I need to, if I have the means, I'm going to try to stop you." And he even says in Civil War, "I can't fight them one on one, but if they, I can get them to fight each other. Then that just yeah. tears them apart." And that's what it. I'm gonna I love his hatred of uh, I love his hatred of the uh, of even the the serum itself. Like when he oh, was yeah. squashing those vials, it was like therapeutic for him. He was like, "Die, motherfucker!" You know what I mean? Yeah, like I, I want mean, all of these serums off of this planet. Fuck every every I fucking see, super soldier. I mean, he I don't like the character. Yeah. I, like I'm on I'm on the other side of the fence. Like y'all guys think he might be like adding to the show, but like I I, I actually don't like him at all. Like he's a I'm not sure if it's maybe it's the actor, maybe because he was in fucking Wonder Woman, and my whole fucking perspective of the person is <laughs> all fucked up. Wait, Wait whoa, who was whoa. he in Wonder Woman? Does he play like uh, what's the name of Wonder Woman? Eighty four? No, no, that's no, Pablo, that's, that's, that's Pedro that's, Pascal. That's Pedro, Pedro Pascal. Another, he looks too much like that guy from Wonder Woman. Uh, makes me hate him even more. Uh, Blue, you should look up uh, the two the two the two actors. They look nothing alike. But <laughs> honestly, I think they look a lot so, alike. One of the things that oh, when a person plays a villain really well. You're supposed to dislike them in general. Um, like this is why um, the person uh, that plays a U.S. agent, why he's uh, so Wyatt effective. Russell? This this is how you know that he's a good actor. It's because people fucking hate him, and you're supposed yeah. to hate him. But obviously, when I say hate him, don't take your hate to like personally hate the guy. But they're personally hating the actor, which is like you're doing a good job, man. But stop Hell the death yeah. threats and all that shit. You know, it's fucking nonsense. They're just, they're acting. It's fictional characters. Comic book characters. I'll say one thing. I I actually just, I don't like him just because of his face. Oh, okay. To be honest. <laughs> he looks like, he looks like a, like a mouth breather. <laughs> a mean, mouth breather. US, I'm still going to call him Fake Cap. Fake Cap got a more punchable face. I will say that. Z, Zemo is, is conniving and, and slimy, but Fake yeah. Cap, I just, you want to see him get punched in the fucking face. <laughs> yeah, I mean, with Zemo, I mean, Zemo got his own little music video. I mean, Disney uh, fucking hours, or right? Marvel <laughs> shit. Yeah, it's like an hour long video of him fucking dancing, and everybody lost their fucking minds. They're like, this is cool. fucking what I needed. I mean, it is great because it's a partially deleted scene. Yeah. But I'm like, this is fucking awesome. I mean, it's weird because a lot of people are liking Zemo and hating US Agent. It's yeah. just funny to me. It's intentional. That's yeah, how the story's gone so far. Yeah, I know. I'm liking that. I'm liking. That. I mean, I'm pretty sure there's going to be a point where you're at the end of the series. You're gonna be like, you fucking Zemo, you're a fucking piece of shit. Because you're probably going to pull some shit. I'm, we're I'm not gonna, ready. I'm going to say no shade to Carly at all. I mean, I, it's not that I dislike her character per se, but she doesn't like when she was talking to Sam. It wasn't one of those things where I was like, okay, I really feel her motivations, all that. I was just like, you seem like a very confused terrorist, but I don't know. She, to me, she's not like stealing scenes as strongly as Zemo or even fake Cap on this show. No, I, I'm, not, she, I'm not on the edge of my seat when she's saying shit. Yeah, and I, I think 
even Sam, Sam says it a few times that she is confused and she needs guidance. And that's the thing. Cause she, he says that she's young and that she's confused and she just needs to be on the right path and shitty things have happened to her. But if he can connect to her, he might be able to pull her out of it. And fake cap fucked that up by yeah. showing, by choosing violence. I, I will say, and I do, uh, don't get me wrong. I like the show. So don't get all haterade on me, but the stuff with the super soldier serum to me seems a little all over the place at times. Like you have one flag smasher, uh, you know, bullets obviously killed him. You know, you get Carly getting shot and she's healing right away. Now I realize that with the super soldier serum, there's a healing factor and there's supposed to be super strength and agility, Yeah, they're not but just, I, I want it to always be consistent all the time. Well, I mean, yeah, I, I mean, they're not bulletproof. She got shot once. He got shot multiple times because he was a crappy super soldier. Obviously he didn't, he, he could push down telephone poles, but not use the telephone poles to, like, I don't know, knock the fucking cars away. But, you know, whatever. Yeah. And and obviously, we've seen Bucky and Steve jump out of a fucking airplane that's 20,000 feet in the air. I get that. Yeah. This is some magical stuff, but, you know. I. Eh. But we've also seen Cap get his ass beat. I mean, Tony Stark left Cap fucking bloody and limping at the end of Civil War. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but, uh, so... but Cap, Cap was still conscious, alert. Even bloodied, but walked away. Yeah, limped away. He didn't walk away. I mean, he kind of limped away, but still. He took I mean, his bucky he, with the long hair and went home. Yeah, he, was, he did. He I mean, but I mean, you're not. It's like you're not invincible. So I don't see. Uh, to me, it feels still kind of on par. I think they're maybe kind of downplaying because they're not really soldiers, so they're getting their ass beat by trained people. But you know. Uh, I still feel like the, it hasn't been, it hasn't got to the point where I'm like, this is fucking stupid. Like, no. To me, no, I feel no. like, oh, this this seems to be fairly on par with uh, some of the MCU films. So at least for me, yeah. well, like, I, thing I, I haven't seen anything that I'm like, oh, this is fucking super inconsistent. One is the thing I, I kind of want to break up is that. So if it, if you didn't know my son, his name is Sebastian, and the actor who plays Bucky, aka the Winter Soldier, his name is Sebastian as well. And I kind of want to start naming my, calling my kid uh, either oh. Bucky Blue. <laughs> I call, call him little, call him little, little Winter Soldier. There <laughs> you go. Call, call him you Buc- sure you want to do that? Bucky with the good hair. I don't know. I mean, he, he has, well, right now he has good hair. You know, baby's hair fucking changes. Yeah, yeah and- I thought that my my youngest was going to have straight hair forever. And then all of a sudden, I'm just like, all right, that's happening. Yeah, and, yeah. and her skin got crazy dark. Well, not crazy dark, but it got like way darker than when she was born. <laughs> so yeah, that's how it works. It, yeah, all right, guys. Oh, sorry, go. just on the tip of kids. Like, I, I think it's interesting how so my son when he was born, his eyes were gray, and yeah. there's and it's like it's really it the like kids' eyes when they're born sometimes they're gray or bluish gray or blue altogether. Like I know for myself, my my eyes were blue when I was born because my mom was like, "Holy shit!" Like my kid has blue eyes and blah blah blah. But like the fact that his eyes are changing color, it's like, like what the fuck? Like this is some. Yeah. Are you a mutant? Like what the fuck's going on here? And they have. They have... Like, it, it's interesting how like like kids when they're born, they're a certain way, but then, like that's not them. That doesn't represent them, and they like slowly start changing into the kid they eventually become. Also, the wonky eyes too. Like I don't know oh, if yeah. any of your kids have had wonky eyes, but it's like when they're born, their eyes are fucking crazy wonky, and then all of a sudden they get to like normal like human focusing and like not being fucking independent of each other and shit so yeah. yeah 
Yeah, sometimes when I'm talking to him, his eyes just get fucking crossed out of nowhere. I'm like, what the hell? Like, yeah. I don't also, say I shake him. I'm like, hey, are you okay, little dude? Prodigy, what are you trying to say? I'm trying to say, I, I, I think it's getting a little late. Let's uh, let's go ahead and wrap it up, guys. Yeah, it's almost 11. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. Um, Old Ninja, what you got popping this week? You on mute? What yeah, you're on, definitely on mute. My bad. Yeah, I muted myself because there's a little bit of background noise with me. Um, yeah, I'm probably going to go out and venture out just a little bit. I'm going to probably do dinner at uh, his barbecue place on Santana Row. You know, it's not Santana Row. It's in uh, the Silicon Valley area. It's just like really kind of ritzy spot. But there's a barbecue spot that's, that opened up like a year and a half ago. And during uh covid or during the pandemic even though we're still in it um uh it was kind of like shut down a little bit but they're opening up and so we're going to be social distance there so i'm gonna go give me some barbecue um definitely going to be looking forward to we didn't talk about it tonight but more invincible <laughs> yeah there's a new episode um uh definitely falcon Richard soldier tomorrow night i'm gonna be up on that especially after last week's episode and after i was talking about it i'm hyped for the next episode uh, this is going to be the second to the last one, so it should be good. Um, I'm trying to play through these fucking Resident Evil games, and I'm getting stuck on some of them, so I'm going to try to push through, try to get closer to beating it before Resident Evil 8 comes out, so we'll see. And then um, it's going to be warm this weekend, I guess, so I might take a little bitch beach trip, so we'll see. Good shit. Cronus, what you got? All right, so next week I'll talk about Outriders, apparently. I was going to talk about it just now, but I'll, I'll, I'll save my review uh, for next week. Uh, other than that, I... Whoa, what the fuck? Sorry for the video people. I had a pop-up. Uh, <laughs> other than that, uh, I'm getting my driveway, our driveway, expanded by the same person that uh, did some home upgrades for Prodigy and his family. So he... he works very quickly and efficiently so yeah i was surprised at like how much they got done in like a single day so <laughs> yeah it'll, it'll be nice and i have to start planning for having at least some of the podcast members in the studio um oh, yeah in the future um the, the, that future is nearing uh i think old ninja you're the only person that has not had the vaccine right that is correct yeah you need to you need to do that it's free so I know. Plus now it's uh, in Alameda County. It's it's open to everybody sixteen and over. Well, I know. I just hadn't. Yeah, there's. Yeah, I just haven't had a chance to get to it yet. I was waiting for some other medical issue to pass over. So the, we the won't herpes, talk about your herpes. herpes man. Yeah. Come on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I like how we both said the same thing. That was not planned, by the way. <laughs> no. <laughs> and he, That's he, how you know it's and also, O Ninja doesn't uh, really have herpes that I know of. So, anyway, <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to like getting back in the like normal gear. Uh, you know, Kamak got her second vaccine last week, so she's fully vaccinated as of yesterday. And where I'm, I'm giving her time to like ease into getting back to normal society again. And to like not, you know, not having to wear a mask all the time, like around people that we trust and know that have the vaccine. And if you're confused about, whoa, if you have the vaccine, why are you still wearing a fucking mask? It's because they're variants. All right. So stop it. Let's not fucking half step again and pretend like everything's fine when we know that there's variants for COVID-19 right now. So until they say that the vaccines that I got are that the vaccines are as effective against those variants, 
Um, yeah, I might be okay, but I don't want to pass it on to somebody else. And so that's when it comes okay. to like being compassionate. If you don't understand what compassionate is, you know, I, th- I have no fucking words for you, really. I mean, that, that's the, the main reason why I wear a mask to this day is because, you know, I don't, I don't want to accidentally be immune to something myself, but then pass it on to somebody um, unintentionally and possibly kill them or somebody they know. So anyway, other than that, yeah, I'm looking forward to getting back to, to some sort of semblance of real life again. Oh, and this week was also a shitty week because um, one of my coworkers died. When I was, as we were working, and it was fucking crazy. So I'll give an RIP to uh, Mark Morris, who uh, who died. And literally, it, it, it was really weird because I signed into work as normal um, at like 7 a.m. I think it was on Monday. And somebody said that, you know, he uh, is going to be offline for a while, might, might be out for the rest of the week. And then literally less than an hour later, um, it was announced that he had a heart attack and died. And I was going through like the, the chat logs. Cause we have like long chat logs to like to the team. And he was working that day. Like he literally signed into work and was chatting uh, like three hours prior to him dying. And he was yeah. a person he was he served in the uh, in the Navy. He was with the company that I worked for for 40 more than 45 fucking years. He, yeah, he's been working. Yeah, he's been working for the the company that I worked for for longer than I've been alive, and for somebody to just be gone like that, um, within such a short time frame, I was just like, Jesus fucking Christ. So yeah, this week has been pretty shitty for like me in general. Um, obviously for him and his family, it's been even shittier. Um, I'm I'm sorry that what happened to him and his family occurred and it just it sucks you know it just it put things in, into perspective for for me and uh you know that w- n- tomorrow is not guaranteed for anybody there it is and so li- live your best life now um it, if if you can like reckon just be better a better person just so if you happen to pass away um somebody ain't talking shit about you like you are fucking prince Whatever his name was that died the same day as DMX. Phillips? Yeah, like Prince Prince Phillip. <laughs> yeah. So we don't talk shit about your death. Mark was a good dude. Um and it sucks that he's that he's gone. So there you go. Blue, what you got? Man, I don't know if I can follow up with that. Like damn. <laughs> hey. But uh no, so um uh little bash. He's actually uh four weeks today, so I can't believe oh, nice. like Four weeks already passed, but he'd be one month on Saturday. So the Swedish and I actually, um, there's a thing called the, I'll talk about the podcast in the past, but there's a thing called the San Francisco Cider Fest and, uh, they're doing a virtual thing this weekend. So oh, Saturday, I, I'm going up to the city to pick up my, my case of, of, of cider. And I'm not sure how it's going to work because when we did the SF beer week, I don't know if it was SF beer week or some other beer fest. Like the whole watching the video on YouTube and drinking at the same time, like that shit was a lot of fun. But it was a, it was mainly the chat room afterwards. Yeah, the chat room was great. Like it was so fucking great. So I'm really hoping there's a cool chat room that I can jump into and, and talk shit and you know just talk about drinking with other people. But um, we're we're doing that this Saturday. We're gonna take Bash with us. Um, might do a quick photo shoot because he'll be a month old on Saturday too. So you know we might get maybe a quick little family photo 
opportunity with us all together. But uh, just watching him grow, it's like it's 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 kind of insane because like when he was born, he was a little bit on the small side, but like and he was like the clothes that we bought him were all like newborn clothes and he couldn't fit them. But now he can fit the newborn clothes. And it's mm-hmm. like they grow quick. It's like, dude, what the fuck? <laughs> like, slow down, because he's got some he's he's got some clothes that he didn't even get a chance to wear yet. So oh, it's like, yeah. fuck, dude. Like, I'm, I'm, this is going to be very common. There's going to be clothes you're going to oh, buy yeah. for him that he's never going to wear. And you have to just yeah. give it to somebody else. And there's, there, there's clothes that uh, uh, Riley, Riley wears that is from Prodigy's daughter. Mm-hmm. So and hand me downs, yeah. <laughs> Use the hand me downs. Well, yeah. I mean, it's it's all it's cool and all, but like that we had like this one little cute outfit we went throw man, but he, he he can't fit it. But like, I mean, it's I'm glad he's he's gaining weight. Like he's it's interesting because like. When he when he was born, I mean, if you look at me, I'm a I'm a skinny person, so this all makes sense. But like when he was born, his weight side was like 24, 25 percentile, but his height was like 75 percentile. And it's like, whoa, like how how are you tall but like skinny too? But it made sense to me because that's just, that's me my whole life. But um, yeah, so we got that going on. Um. Uh, actually, I went to. There's a new dispensary out in Oakland called. Um, it is called Lily Hill, and one of my friends she works there, and I stopped by there today, and like you know, they're they're, they're a new shop. They're off of Park Street, and they had some. They have a pretty cool setup going there. So if you have a chance to go in there, check them out, check out some of their supplies. Like a lot of their people in there are very knowledgeable, and um, I know I, I bought some. Some pretty cool stuff. Like they have this one uh, Doja, almost like Doja Cat, but uh, it's kind of their it's kind of their flagship cannabis that they have. And like I bought a, I bought um, the hybrid of uh, Mimosa, which I'm gonna try out. It's been a while since I since I smoked a little bit, but since uh, Bash is here, you know, I need to relax a little bit more. But um... so I'm gonna give a a weird tip. As long as one of you is sober, okay. So only do this. Oh yeah. If your other person is sober, get high and yeah, play with your kids. Yeah, the 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 sweetness doesn't partake in any yeah. of these. So have fun. These get high and play devils, with your kids. It, it's devil tobacco. It's like one of those things that it's it's taboo, but it's fun as fuck. It is very enjoyable as a parent being able to like get high and like play with the kids, um, and obviously to have somebody else sober just in case something happens, because um, obviously you don't want to drive impaired or anything like that, but. Um, it's really fun to to get high and play with kids. Cool. And I'm just counting down to uh, April 30th. We'll talk about that when it, when the day comes. Well, I, I know what that day is. Back to you, Prodigy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, really quickly on the Weeb side, uh, there was a, an official announcement. It was actually on Easter Day uh, for a brand new season of JoJo, so I'm excited about that. It's going to be that Stone Ocean one with... Uh, 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 Jolene Cujo, so I'm really excited about that. Even the voice actor is actually, uh, she looks the part and seems really awesome. So, um, and then at the end of the month on the 29th, I'm really excited about uh, that um, Netflix anime with the uh, Black Samurai, y- Yasuke, I think is, is, yeah. the, is the name of it. That one looks, that one looks fucking dope. So I, I want to be checking that one out. I'll give a full review next week of this one, but there's, a Joey Badass 30-minute short that's up for an Oscar that's on Netflix that was actually really powerful and depressing at the same time called Two Distant Strangers. 
Um, I was impressed by it. I want to get you guys' take on it, but we'll save that for another week. I'll check it out. And then, yeah, it, it's only 30 minutes, so um, you don't even have to invest like a full two-hour movie thing in it. Uh, and then last but not least, uh, I'm really fucking hyped for this Army of the Dead one. Um, that mm. fucking trailer looks awesome with the fucking zombie tiger, so I'm... I'm I'm down to fucking see that one at some point. You're so, down to that's fuck. That's all I got. Is that what you're saying? Hmm? You're, you're down to fuck. Is that what you just said? I'm down to fuck the zombie tiger. Okay, awesome. I just wanted, wanted to clarify. <laughs> that's what you meant. All right, glad you said that. Hey, you got issues, Old man, to take us out. Sexy ass tiger. Man, you got. <laughs> yeah. Got some issues, man. It's all bad. Um, yeah. Oh, we didn't talk. Nobody's watching the Pacific Rim one, huh? I guess not. Is the anime, uh, I heard some yeah. mixed things, but I'll check it out. Pacific, yeah, it's called Pacific Rim Black on Netflix. So, yeah, I want to. I haven't seen it yet, so I want to check it out. Maybe we'll review it next week. But is it like Bible Black though? Or... No. No, no. So you just. I mean, <laughs> Bible Black is excellent. This is podcast on the internet. Check us out anywhere and everything where with be the BTI. That's at B-T-H-A-N-B-T-I. Anywhere you listen to podcasts, everywhere you listen to podcasts on Amazon. We have an app on there that lets you know when we go live. Check out our official website, bainhatproductions.com forward slash be the BTI. Uh, also, you can email us at be the BTI at gmail.com and then we have a Discord server. You can go on there, uh, email us, ask for the invite, get you in there. Check it out. Caligula cum shots. Baba Black is the gateway to Futanari. <laughs> just, just saying. Skate, skate. You, you think you might not and, like it, but you might. You might like yeah. it. <laughs> and then Bible and then Futanari is the gateway to live action food. I'm proud of you. <laughs> How dare you? How dare yeah. You? Yeah. How can you guys not how can I think these guys look alike? <laughs> oh, oh I'm, I'm bringing back the, the fucking video. Yeah, they don't look alike. <laughs> At all. He's, it's Jesus Pedro Christ. Pascal versus Baron Zemo. Look, pull it back up, Blue. <laughs> pull that thing back up. Like. Are you looking at it right now? Look at Pedro Pascal's nose and look at the the other guy's nose. Like, are, are you serious? You think they look alike? Even if their eyes are fucking way different. Everything about them is different. No. Their skin tone is they, kind they of look, the same. They look alike. I'm sorry. They, they look alike. How dare you? I, we I, gotta I, end this. Yeah, I disagree. <laughs> I, 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 I disagree, and I'm saddened that you that you think that they look the same. I'm just saying. Anyway, we're out of this kids. Peace.